0: Recorded live. Good evening, um, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, Silver the Sawyer, aka, uh,
2: you know, Andy, yours, or whatever you want to call me. This is the Horse episode number six, and today is April. 25th, 2015, this is Saturday, and um, today we have a very special, you know, program and a very good guest, but before we get into, you know, the guest and the interview, I'd like to give you a little bit of backdrop because you know how it goes in the Wolfsler, sometimes I do a lot of stuff behind the scenes and a lot of distance goes between show to show and I don't want to leave my audience or my listeners or anyone who listens in to be confused because, you know, sometimes things happen behind the scenes and, you know, I can say one thing on the air and then it changes and then before you know it, you know, things just can get confusing. So, last time I had a wolf flare, I tried to have a roundtable discussion with the, with the, um, let's see, with the YouTube community and only one person showed up and, I got Lou and to try and Paul about to call into that show but since I put in an hour early they didn't show up on the thing so it was had to be cut short. And um Anthony Tomshi is well not so much a friend of ours anymore because you know we had a we had a bad discussion because um you know, it kinda goes like like he he and uh Paul and Lou had a very um intense uh Think because um, uh, let me think here. It, it, it was a while ago. Basically, he was talking about his views, you know, about how um, how he views the you know non-whites are basically mud peoples. And let me see. I think I have uh, the here. Let me get the exact quote so I don't say well, he is quoting him. Um, he says there have been a minority of non-whites that are intelligent and did understand the issue, but they are they were so few. The vast majority of them are savage, violent, and gladly executed the Jews' bidding. What I said in the call was because Paul did not give me a chance to speak, he would flush at all, end quote. So this guy basically, you know, we're using the same white supremacist bullshit that non-whites are basically fucking monkeys or even more than monkeys, basically, you know, savage, savage animals with no order, no discipline, no, no brains, nothing, just fucking you know, yeah. you know, fucking undesirables. And so it kind of got violent. You know, he just, he decided to, you know, just pull 180 and not try to take a call from me and Lou. And then it just became clear that I just couldn't stand by the side of the guy because, I mean, I mean how can I, how can I, how can I stand by this bullshit? <laughs> how can I stand by with this, uh, this thing that would be, it would be self-hating for me because I'm mixed race. but even if you're, quote unquote, you're white, it's just bullshit because this idea is just, it's just so, it's so wrong, you just don't know where to start, and on top of that, it's it's like what Lou said, it's so different from that of the the Jew because you're thinking, you're thinking that you're basically the shit, you're the fucking best ever, and screw everyone else, I mean, who cares about everyone else, we're the fucking masters, the, you know, We own the show. We don't need to consider anyone else. And um, that's basically the rundown of it. And um, I got a couple of books from Amazon and David Duke's shop. uh, And I've been reading them. And uh, I'm I'm actually enjoying them. And, you know, I'm glad I spend my money on it because it's actually good information. It's not the fucking shit that they give me at school that I have to read, to be quite frank with you. I mean what I buy here is way worth any video game or way worth all the fucking books that they promote to me. In fact, one of the books that they gave me to read was The House of... I don't know how you say it in English. It's called The House of Bernardo Alba. And it was written by a communist Spanish person who supported communism in Spain. So, yeah. So, other than that, uh, the meat of this radio show is going to be an interview with uh, Irene Paul Ironshore. So, I would like my guest
0: to uh, introduce himself, uh, Paul. Um, welcome to the show. Yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. All
3: right. Well, you said earlier that, that um, what your friend, whoever his name is, I, I recall the guy you were talking about. I can't remember his name, but uh, he was a he's a coward. Talking. He's a coward. He's he's yeah. Uh, that's the that's the simplest way to put it. But whether you said that, you know, it's wrong what he thinks. I mean, if it was the truth, I don't care. If if it was really the truth that white people were superior, like, I wouldn't hate on them, right? But the thing is, that's not true. And um, I think another thing I'd just like to say, just because it needs to be said, is I don't know who was the one who quoted this off the top of my head, but someone had said that communism is a flesh-eating disease. And Mm -hmm. that sounds so crazy to people who um, hear that, like, really, communism, or even if they're a communist and you say communism is a flesh-eating disease. When I heard that, um, I had first seen, you know, how the Russians were eating you know, each other and shit and in the winters after what had happened to them. And uh, then I went on to study Burma and uh, all these other Cambodia. And if you look mm-hmm. at these
0: places,
3: mm-hmm. they have been eating bodies. Everywhere that communism shows up, either they eat bodies because they're starving Or they eat bodies because they've just become that bloodthirsty, so evil of a person. Um, uh, I can't tell you the name of the documentary off the top of my head, but what I can tell you is, is that the leader of Cambodia... Uh, finally was put on trial, almost like these Milosevic trials. So we got to put Saddam on trial. You know, one of these, you know, this horseshit trials. But what happened before he was put on trial, it was all PR. It looked like, you see how sinister the Jew is, because the Jew is behind communism. You see how sinister the, the Jew is? In this particular documentary, it's the, the so-called, one of the military leaders, if I recall right, of, uh, Cambodia, and that therefore he, you know, the, there's this guy interviewing him that's kind of really uh, mainstream reporter. You know, he's like he's not like a mainstream reporter like a Dan Rather, but main main like a like a a sanctioned journalist in the country. And so he goes over a period of three years acting like, you know, I'm just trying to gain this guy's confidence. But really what I'm doing is trying to get all the information of everything this guy has ever done to, to, you know, my people, blah, blah. And so at the the end of it all, they put him on trial. You know, he voluntarily goes at like 80 years old or something like that. But the thing is, the other people interviewed are – the foot soldiers, the people that were going around torturing their fellow citizens, uh, I guess because they wasn't going along with communism. And mm-hmm. they actually admit, these guys actually admit to eating human organs, flesh, and in and and particularly, they like the gallbladder. And one guy said, um, one guy said, no, I didn't really like the gallbladder. It was better. And the other guy was like, yeah, the the gallbladders were good though. When you were thirsty, you could have you could have a couple of few pouches of gallbladders, and as you're going through, you know, whatever it's hot sun Cambodia, you know, you could just break out a gallbladder and you know get you know you know get something to drink. I mean, this is how far gone a human being can get, especially when you're mm-hmm. dealing with beliefs. And you talked about uh, you know, this belief of the, the Aryan, you know, not even Aryan superiority, uh, superiority. this is more like chew ganda programming, but the, the, the superior white person, as in the case of, and I recall, and I and I recall, I can't remember the specifics, but I remember he was saying as a white person he was superior, but we had made mention to why whatever the, the bumblefuck was of why he was such a loser, right? And, of course, that, that would be because of a Mexican's fault, irregardless of Mexicans, Chinese, whoever making it in the country. Have you noticed that most of the people who make it in the country are immigrants who have come here? Because they yeah. haven't had a good, healthy dose of Jew programming for a lifetime. But, but as time goes on, they get their own version. Trust me on this. All, all countries get a good, healthy version of Jew programming. Now anyway your friend if he was really uh you know superior I would I would say yes okay yes I will admit of whatever you know was re- reality but I think that what should be said regarding the white race if there is any such a thing you know I was watching a pastor Anderson the other day and he was talking about the genealogy of Jew and He made an argument to some degree that everyone could be considered a Jew coming from, I forget if he was talking about Abraham or whoever it was from back in the day. Because as you take your genealogy back, let's say it's it's worse than a penny doubling every four years because you have two parents. And then those two parents have four parents and those four parents have eight parents. And then this is your genealogy going back and that's just in a few generations. You know, it, he went to the point where if you went back like 300 generations or something like that, you'd be into the trillions of, I mean, multiple of trillions of human beings that have, that you would have had to come from. And so his point was that, see, there's no way that there was trillions of people on the earth. It's more that we have all been intermixing, which, of course, <laughs> has been the case. I mean, Egypt egypt was a, was a latter-day example to some degree, but Egypt was also the Jew, the, 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 um, the Jew version of the world. I mean, the whole devilish version of the world. And once again, um, speaking of Egypt, you know, they say the Jews escaped. Yeah, just they escaped just like they escaped the, the last 110 times in history when people would had enough of them. You know, this is nothing new, but every... Oh, yeah, they were out to get them because of why? Because of what did they do this time again? You see, like this, you know, but anyway... Regarding white people, I want you to keep in mind that if you look at everything that has finally been domesticated, when you look at domesticated chickens, they're white. When you look at domesticated rabbits, they're white. When you look at domesticated mice, they're white. Mm-hmm. When you look at a lot of domesticated everything or things that have uh, are domesticated, even deer, deers have turned white. You know, a lot of things have turned white due to domestication. Not everything on the planet that is white is due to um, domestication. And if you look at every country, whether it's Spain or Japan or or Burma or uh, Mexico, have you noticed that the regular people have like a, a, um, a dark skin to them, right? But as you get into the people, as they get towards the more, um, what you might call the more elite, like say even India, when you look at the regular Indian, he's just some dirty looking schmuck, barefooted, right, boom. But then you look at the elite, they're like, not white, like a white person, but they're light skin, like very white, almost could be in some degrees considered like a white type of skin. But of course, they're not like a white person. So my point is, this is all due to a domestication.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And um,
0: if you if you know anything about domestication, um, it's the wild
3: ones that are where the real gene pool is, where the real genetics are where people haven't been conditioned and programmed and basically enslaved. That's why um, some guy had wrote a book, The Wildest, the, the Wildest cult Cults Make the Best Horses. I forget, it was some guy from years ago when I listened to the Alex Jones Show, but it was a good title for his book because, you know, it's it's a statement that is, you know, reality. That the, you know, everything, I mean, why would you want to be domesticated? Why would you want to, look, look at, look, look, man, this, this is, okay, white people, this is how ridiculous it really gets think about what white people do they they have they have been subjected to federal reserve something that's play-play that's monopoly money that's that's i you know play-play it's fantasy land but they they buy it as reality and they suffer through it in real life look at look at what is known as jobs slavery really i mean yes human beings should do jobs that they enjoy but then this is slavery. I mean, people working, they make enough just to pay the bills and even those who have enough to to do other things, they hardly own anything. Everything they own, they got payments on. None of it belongs to them. And at the end of it, they're not going to take it with them anyway. So uh, regarding white people and um, this whole thing about superior race, et cetera, all races have Uh, dominant traits in some degree. Now, when you talk about white man being dominant, in in what way? Like, how is a white man dominant? I would say a white man becomes dominant more in a a way using uh, the mind because I would say in some ways, in some ways, that they are more weaker or um, they're not going to come directly. I mean, they're going to be the first ones to... Um, not use gunpowder that Chinese made to make fireworks. They're not going to use it for that. They they figured out. Guess what? We can make guns and we can shoot people. You see. So this this is this is how they um. This is you know, just a uh, you know, a little bit of thinking. But it's not it's not unique to white people. I mean, all races um, have contributed to the planet. You know, there's been a lot of races. I mean even look at myself, I don't care what no one got to say or what I say, stupid people got to say, like I've, I've done this for too long. I've, I've given plenty of opportunity, five years and still giving it that if, that if, you know, just like you talked about these people, whatever his name is, the guy that was too coward to want to wanna confront and debate and let's talk reality. The only thing he wanted to do was try to get me to admit to a, particular label. He wanted to box me in. He didn't want to talk about, you know, he just wanted to keep on. See, this is the tactics of cowards, and I don't know, you know, this almost seemed like some kind of tactic that they want to use instead of of dealing with reality. Right? You look at all these people, John Allen Martinson Jr., um, Mike Delaney, Scott Uh, Robertson,
4: and Andre
3: Anglin. Andre Anglin, all these cowards, guess what? Andre Anklin said that when I had did that multiple interview with him, that somehow that he did a show by himself saying how I was wrong. No, coward, let's do another show. And you be the host of it since you want to say that it was all about editing, which did not happen. The man was just manhandled intellectually, right? And so how about this, another show? No, they don't want to see me because they know one thing. They can't deal with this right here. But yet but yet they're the white guy that's so intellectually superior. How about that? Right? But yeah. they're so coward also. Remember I, I used that word earlier, coward? Yeah, coward. They don't want to see they don't want to come face on. They don't want to talk about how superior white women and women are in the porn industry and do some of the sickest shit on film. They don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about how debaucherous their own kind are when it comes to sex. Some kind of way in some white people's head, hammering in nails through your titty is a sexual turn-on or maybe suffocating you or whatever. It's always this bizarro stuff. Mm. So we could talk about superiority of white people. This is not to get down on we white people or judge them, but if we, want to, if we want to start getting technical, I'm ready to get technical with them.
0: You know we yeah. can talk.
3: We can talk all about that kind of stuff, but um, I would love to see them come, come, uh, come, step to the plate. But yeah. I don't. I I won't hold my breath on it. Don't. You're
2: gonna suffocate yourself if you hold your
3: breath. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well. Wow. But yeah, um, that's what I'm telling you about. Like for five years. And it's going to start happening again very soon. Um, I think this is a good time to let people know that, look, it's Iconoclast Radio, and there's a lot of shows already that can bring you up to speed on a lot of stuff, and it's and it's going to continue. And,
0: yeah,
3: um, yeah many hands made light work. Uh, now, regarding this guy, the one that wouldn't, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that that was your buddy and all that, you know I just jumped into a call. I didn't know that was your buddy, and that was a close friend or whatever, but yeah, I imagine there was some kind of um there was some kind of uh something going on interaction with the guy, but the thing is, I mean, it was very direct and it was very- very straightforward. He did not want to he did not want to have a serious conversation, an intellectual conversation on these matters. He wanted to push yeah. one thing white people are superior, and let's talk about it then let's talk about how superior they are. If they're, you know, my question is, if they're so superior, why is it? See, this is the thing I have with all these people. Now that you found out who the Jew is, now that you found out who the Jew is, like, okay, you're aware Now what you're going to do about it, right? I'm still waiting to find out what they're going to do about it. What what are they going to do about it? Let me tell you what they've done about it. Um, that true TV, yeah, it, you know, it's, not, it's supposed to be not like YouTube, like we're not going to censure. Guess what? they have to censor because they're not about the truth. I mean they're yeah. supposed to be, they're supposed to be um I won't say anti-jew even though that's probably exactly what they are as far as anti I mean to the point of extreme hate and um violent activities from what I've heard come out of uh, Mike Delaney's own mouth. But um and uh, those things are possible. I mean if it gets to that level if 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 you know you have to defend yourself in that manner because you have some kind of attack coming at you that are physical but um you know i feel as though regarding the jew like the jew is not superior to me the jew is weaker than me i like i know that the jew what does the jew have over top me the jew has something over top of the majority of society is what the problem is so i don't feel like oh my god the jew is totally oppressing me they are of course uh, the reason why the world, I mean, it sounds like the only way you're going to know this, you know, just saying that it, compared to what everybody knows in the world, they're not going to understand that statement. But if you look around and see who's running the banking system, who's um, influenced the political system, why young 18-year-old kids are going off to get their heads blowed off and blowed up by some IUD, for what reason? Because someone hold, held up supposedly something that was supposed to be um, – some kind of horrible, um, you know, biological agent, and then therefore we have to go and do all this and then hang Saddam Hussein, guess what, man? Some, you know, you've got to understand, I mean, something's coming in the future, and I can, I'm, I'm looking at it, man. I see a lot of young people waking up, a lot of young people that the mindset is already instilled it's happening across the board even with older people too at some level but older people um at some level they just get too you know they're weak uh, most i would say when people start to get i would say around by 35 man you eat man you're, you're totally you're totally beat you're totally broken you're totally you're totally desperate you're tr- you're totally almost untrustworthy a lot of them i mean yeah they have some kind of um some kind of societal values and shit like that. But it's not, it's nothing that they come up with on their own that they really feel is, a, you know, a lot of them. I'm not saying that there's not decent people. There's a lot of them, but still they don't get it. They're stupid. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. at some level they're just, they're just cult members. They're in the way, you know, and, and, and think about these old people. Fucking saw Ross Sutton said, he said it too. He said, you know what, what the fuck did these young, these old people got to say anything? They want to tell these young people, and, and and tell them to do what's right. But God damn it, if it was so right, why didn't you get it right when you had the information? But now they want to thrust all this fucking weak-ass information on fucking young people, and yet the shit didn't work for them. So, so you know, there's a lot of stuff that has to be, um, you know, dealt with. You know, so it, and it's happening. Like I said, there's a lot of young people that are waking up. They still got a lot to learn, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why? Why? Because they don't have good teachers. You know, there's, there's only a few of us, and I consider myself one of them. There's only a few of us out here. And, I, and, and who, who else would I say besides myself? Well, other people have their particular type of specialty, specialty that is also important, you know, and with that said, a lot of people are important and what people do at every level is very important. But unless you have someone that can actually um, give you some real information uh, and show you the difference between, you know, truth and basically belief.
4: Yeah.
3: That's, that's, that, that's basically the, um, that is basically the key right there is to learn how to understand and navigate in a world of knowing. And 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 young people will have a lot better time doing that if they don't live their whole life believing this and believing that. And I heard what they said about all these people they went and killed around the world, and I really believe they did that. And Adolf Hitler did all of this, this, and, and really go and find out the truth. One of the best things you can do is listen to everything that someone says especially if, if it sounds like you know like holocaust denial there's actually a holocaust denial like how could you like well let me go see what this but like you actually think that there wasn't you know guess check? well where's your evidence let me think you know and then if you're intelligent hello and you're not just a herd member or cult member you know yeah. and you just don't you can think for yourself and have mm-hmm. you know it's 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 you know the evidence is overwhelming who are liars and who are telling the truth you know especially when you see some of these people have went to the to the to the levels of building gas chambers and using the exact Zyklon B in the gas chamber and have volunteers go in and come out alive after like what what was it 45 minutes an hour i forget how long it was i mean people have beat this this Story to like try to get rid of this Holocaust, but guess what they're up against? They're up against every television show talking about Holocaust or Nazis. Or you you turn on the you turn on X Men, and Magneto's father was somehow in the Holocaust, and then and then and yeah. the latest X Men so and so um, Wolverine has to protect this Japanese guy because we're back to World War II again because we're going through the time and Wolverine is immortal and so therefore and it goes all the way back to yeah. not, not all the way back to motherfucking ancient, ancient times. It goes all the way back to World War Two. Here we are again, back to the same fucking story. You know, you go yeah. and watch um Fury with Brad Pitt. You got fucking the Monument Man with fucking um fucking a whole pile of fucking actors in it. You know, it's always about stopping the Nazi. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they conditioned society so well. And who is they that conditioned? It's the Jews. You know, people like your friend there that wants to call him a white supremacist, he's a white ridiculousness. I mean, he's he's like, that guy is a joke, man.
0: Yeah,
3: he is. it, it, It was as simple to get rid of him. Why would you go if you have something to say? If you have an actual point, why wouldn't you hammer that home? But guess what? Mm-hmm. It, it only took a couple of little, you know, questions to send him on his way. You know what I'm saying? See, it, yeah. it's, this is like, that's why I wasn't very polite with him because where he is, man, okay, there's there's elementary, there's, you know, junior high, there's, you know, there's high school, you got college, and now we're up into, we're beyond master de- master's degree where I'm at. I mean, that might sound kind of egotistical to some people. But guess what? I've had a radio show for five years, and if there was anyone smart enough that could counter anything that I said, they had plenty of opportunity, and and especially the way that I would come at them. I would challenge them. I speak in a way to hope that you're stupid enough to come at me. I want you to because I want to hammer this home, and they know that because once they hear me speak, they know that, you know what? This guy, intellectually, is not to be played with.
4: Yeah. And, I mean,
2: uh, yeah. yeah, just to comment on what you said about the Hollywood thing, I do remember that. I mean, Magneto, just to correct you, I, Magne- it was Magneto's mother that was in the Holocaust, not his dad, but, yeah, it's, it's the same shit. Same shit, where he, I remember in the movie, where right at the opening, he's in Auschwitz, right, and all that
3: well, see, you know, this is, is how they keep on programming. You see, yeah. but that's, that's not the end of it. You see, yeah. the young people. See, but here's the thing about it. See, this is the good news. See, the, the good news is young people are playing um, um, video games. They're doing all kinds of shit. They're all over. And see, they're always being bombarded. Like, um, no matter what gaming console you got, every game, like say for instance, uh what was Castle Wolfenstein or whatever, what they got yeah. is what do you do? You go around and rip down everything, um, Nazi, you, you destroy Adolf Hitler anything, you, you just and, and as you do that you get points. And like every video game has some kind of Nazi or Masonic or secret society or even devil. I mean
4: Yeah.
3: Even devilish. I mean I played one dude. game Sorry to interrupt
2: uh, you, but dude. I would like to interject that in fucking Call of Duty World of War. You know what you fucking do? You go inside Berlin and you plant a fucking Bolshevik, you know, red flag on top of the Reichstag. That's what you fucking do in that damn (laughs) age.
0: Yo,
3: you see? And let me tell you something about these devilish Jews. I noticed that these devilish Jews, they always um, like to mock you. And so, like, you know, they're always mocking you. I mean, there's some city that used to be called Mohammed. It used to be called Mohammed, and I think it's in um, Detroit, yeah. or maybe not Detroit, maybe Michigan, whatever. It's somewhere over in that area, and it's called Mohammed or Mohammed. But they changed the the name of the city from Mohammed to Mohammed, almost like Baphomet. And the reason why they did that is because The Knights Templar was, um, let me see if I can find the city while I'm here. But the Knights Templar, they supposedly were worshipping some kind of uh, Mohammed relic, supposedly, that was some kind of cross-merger of some kind of religious idol that both the Templars, and it was basically supposed to be like a satanic. As a matter of fact, it's that baphomet that that you know of, supposedly, supposedly, according to history, something that you would have to believe because how are you going to prove that? You know, just because someone writes something, like say, Elisha Levi makes the, um, the baphomet and draws it and says, this is what it looked like. I mean, okay, now guess what? Now everybody's going to say, this is what it looks like. That's it. And when Albert Pike says, there's going to be a third world war and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. Like, hold... Breaks, stop. Okay, it's a script. Now, all they've got to do is follow it. And if they follow the script, then they're going to say, oh, wow, look, it's really happening. I mean, it's that simple.
4: Yeah.
3: I mean, it's a script. There is no such thing as prophecy in the sense of you're going to write the Bible, and then the world is definitely going to self-destruct. It's going to self-destruct, or, you, or the world will be destroyed if you're going to sit down and watch it happen. That's the only way. I mean, unless unless a meteor or something comes through, which who knows? Who knows? Could it possibly happen? Uh, I've not seen one in my lifetime. I've heard scientists say this happened. But how do they really know that?
0: How do they really know that? It? Because it's a big hole? I mean, maybe. hmm <laughs> I mean shit. I'm I, well, I,
2: yeah. I mean dude, I mean I, that's exactly what they want us to do, to just sit back and don't do a damn thing. I mean what you watch like Alex Jones or even Scott Roberts because dude even with Scott Roberts I got I got very negative uh you know um you know uh feelings or at least not not in the sense where I was getting, you know, bought, hurt you know, because of, you know, because of what he was saying, but just the message of how he's saying the situation was. He even said that it's all doom and gloom, that there's barely any hope at all for it, because, you know, there are dudes are playing another fucking FEMA camp system and all that type of thing, and, you know, that there's barely any hope because, you know, it's so hard to wake up people, but and it's kind of, it was kind of like the same thing I was felt when I was listening to fucking Alex Jones. I wasn't getting any hope. I didn't feel, I, I didn't feel like encouraged by listening to it. Maybe once in a while I did something, the most of I felt negative. I felt very discouraged to, to do so. So, I mean, and you're right when you say, though. The only way the fucking world's going to blow up is if, if, if no one does at least something, at least try to stop the thing. And that's what I'm trying to Here's do. Here's the I mean, interesting
3: thing. Yeah. What, what, is it the, what they don't seem to understand, and I'm having problem problems with my internet right now, so I can't pull up the city where this Mohammed where they changed the name from Mohammed to Mohammed but um the thing that most people don't understand and I say the majority is that it only takes a little bit of their effort it isn't like oh my god now I'm going to take on the overwhelming task of you know changing the world you would be so remember what I said many hands make light work if you if you have a lot of people it it won't take a lot of their energy i mean probably not even 5% taking away 5% of their sports watching time and put that energy towards something we
0: could change the world with that yeah
3: Yeah so um yeah we can change, we can actually change the world man i mean and by the way uh we can man the world is not the world since i have put my impact into the world the world is not the same place it is you know i'm one of the people i'm one of the people who it who had um you know really had woken up the uh, world to this 911 Uh I mean, there's a lot of people that were, there was a lot of people that were going around saying, wow, I found out, I found out about, you know, 9-11, this and that. Well, guess what? I I was, I had fucking stacked up a pile of VCRs at that particular time. I used to go to auctions. I'd stacked up a pile of VCRs because a lot of people weren't really too overly concerned about VCRs or at auctions or whatever. You never know. If a yeah. piece of electronics is going to work, if you're not, unless you plug in the electronics or whatever, you're not even sure it's going to work. So a lot of times I'd get VCR players for like VCR recorders for like five bucks or whatever. And I had a bunch of them stacked up one on top of the other. And, um, I would record, I would put VCR tapes in there and I would record, um, all kinds of, you know, information because back then there was no go to YouTube. There was no, none of that. You know, they were just barely trying to get some kind of video showing. You know, they were just barely, by the time 9-11 came around, around, I was already doing it way before 9-11. When 9-11 hit, it just, it just, uh, it just went into overdrive. And basically I'd go to the auctions and then like they were, they were auctions where people had, uh, you know, storage units and they didn't pay their bill or whatever and then they're auctioning off all their shit. Well, what I would do is they'd have all kind of VCR tapes, like, you know, ones that they recorded of their favorite show or whatever or even, you know, videos that were playing, even videos that were playing um, like the ones you can buy, like whatever it might be, whatever movies they sell at Walmart that were on uh, VHS at that point, I would record over every last one of them and I would put real information, and then I had a, I had a, a fucking, basically a basket in the back in the back of my car, just loaded with these tapes. And everywhere I went, you know, I stop at the gas station. I'm at the pump. There's a guy across. I'd hand him a video. Say so here, boom. I mean, I, it was it was over. It w- it was so bad, right? That was when the library had uh, VHS tapes. Well, guess what? If you had some old bullshit propaganda about how NASA went to the moon, well, guess what? I'm going to take your VCR tape, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take it off from the library, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to record, look how we didn't go to the moon. Now hold that and send it back to the library. So the next person to check that out, now you've got something to really look at. And so, I mean, I was, I was on a rampage, brother. You could just imagine, you know what I mean? It's all, about, it's all about where there's a will, there's a way. It's all about having an imagination, which is very yeah. important. I mean, and if, you don't, and if you don't have an imagination, imagine that you have one. This is how you can start to really develop a real good imagination. So if you don't think I got an imagination, we'll start imagining that you have one. And, yeah. so, and so just make it start happening. You know what I mean, but where there's a will, the way will be found, and so because of that, I mean, I was extremely instrumental, I mean, just like I'm still instrumental, and uh you know just there's a lot of people doing their thing. there's a lot of people waking up whoever over in their section are waking up, they're still weak they're still they're still not ready for the heavy the heavy stuff yet, you know, and they might still be in denial if you try to tell it to them, like for instance, you know the real truth about who Adolf Hitler was. And what really yeah. happened in that time, like that right there, you know. Hopefully, hopefully they'll break through their programming, but um, but yeah, man. I mean, just all kinds of shit was going on, you know. I was I was definitely um getting the word out, man. I mean, I to this day, to this day, right here. Um, me and and a qu- and quite a few others. I mean we we are historians we are archivists we have a lot of information and you know yeah. someone has someone has to preserve it for somebody i mean there's uh, only a few there's only a few of us on the planet like for instance everyone thinks that you can go to youtube well i just go to youtube and find it out like whatever it is i'll just find out hey listen i got news for you you're not going to find it out unless someone like myself gives the shit to put it up there for you so you can you can just go push a button. There's many of us out here hunting shit down. There's stuff, there's stuff that I have that I just don't got the time to put up on YouTube. But guess what? I'm getting ready to make it. If Hillary Clinton is going, if Hillary Clinton is going to be going for presidency, well, the people need to know the truth about Hillary Clinton, and you can too. I think that uh, while we're on there, let's talk about that real quick. There's a documentary called Nichols versus Clinton, the final chapter. Um, that's the last in the series. There's one called Mina the Mina Connection. Um, there's another one called Obstruction of Justice. There's another one called The Clinton Chronicles. There's another one called Bill Clinton Rise to Power, which is a very good one. That one covers a lot about Hillary Clinton, not just George uh, about um, yeah George Bush. Same same shit. Um, Bill Clinton. You know, um, what else? Well, Hillary Clinton got her own documentaries exposed to her, too. I think people need to get these and spread these worldwide because we don't need a Hillary Clinton as president. For what? What's she going to do? You know what I mean? She's not going to do anything. If we have a Hillary Clinton for the next eight years, man, we're in trouble. We're not, we're not going to get anything done. You know what I mean? We And, and it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter because even if we stop Hillary Clinton, like, what's that, what's that mean? Because... Who are they? They're just going to give us another, you know, nobody that's going to do nothing. Uh, Possibly, if you're going to sit down and let it happen. I mean, it does, and that still doesn't matter. Um, You just got to start holding these people to
0: task. Start putting, you know, getting laws in place. You know, doing everything you can. Yeah. It's kind of hard to find that, though, because
2: sometimes you can get some good info on YouTube, but, like, I I actually favorite a lot of, you know, videos on YouTube, and when I go to my favorites, so many of them are being deleted now. They're being deleted, like, one by one, and then some of them that are, like, really hard hitting, like, you know, like, one-third of the Holocaust or whatever, maybe. Oh, yeah. It's still yeah. up. It's, it may be still up there, but they're getting removed one by one, and, there's, uh, oh, again, yeah. there's so much bullshit. There's so much bullshit on on YouTube.
3: Think about this. Now, now see, you made a very, very good point. If it's it's still up on YouTube, it must not be too big of a threat or it's not the biggest threat facing because all of my videos, the ones where I prove, and by the way, let's get back to Mike Delaney, speaking of YouTube and videos. My video where I exposed Dr. Lynn Horowitz as being into BDSM and actually duct taping a woman up and saying things like, I'll shoot you and putting ketchup on her to simulate blood. And she's saying, I don't want it in my eyes. Don't put it, don't put the ketchup in my eyes. And he's caning her. And, and then he goes on to say, she said, she said something about her makeup, like she doesn't want her makeup or somehow she doesn't, you know, the makeup, you know, Maybe the stuff, whatever they were doing, was getting messing up her makeup and or whatever. And uh, Len Horowitz says, I wear makeup. And then it's kind of mumbled. You can't really hear. And then they started giggling and shit like that. And then Len Horowitz gets um, questioned because he didn't hang. He was on an interview with one program, and he was waiting to go on another program, but he didn't hang his phone up. And then the, the next program was trying to start but it couldn't start because he didn't hang his phone up yet. And so you could hear everything that Len Horowitz was saying. But guess what? Len Horowitz is the vaccine guy. Len Horowitz is the guy that's going to show you that Anthony J. Hilder is a Mossad. And, Anthony, you know, and Len Horowitz is going to tell you that he's the vaccine and, and everything. But guess what? His story regarding HIV is a complete lie and does nothing but help people just continue to be exterminated. And no one calls him out on that. No one exposes him out on that. And the videos where I have that show that, but not only that, the videos where Sherry Kane is extorting Len Horowitz and Len Horowitz says that he kills the pigs. He don't like the pigs on his property and he's trying to run them over with his car and all kinds of shit. And talking about their different bank accounts of how they got different monies from their different fucking, uh, Horror shit, websites. I mean, all of that shit. And guess what? Mike Delaney says he wants to stop the Jew, but guess what? He takes that shit down so no one can see who Lynn Horowitz really is. But yet, mm-hmm. but yet, he's the white Aryan here to face and fight the Jew. Do you see how this shit don't make no sense?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? At which is, part? Sorry. Which part?
2: You know, that Mike Delaney is what? That he wants to stop the Jew, but he can't because
3: Mike Delaney says that he's out to fight the Jew, right? And he wants to yeah. stop Jew, Jew programming, Jews deceiving Jew all this. But when I yeah. when I have two videos of Sherry Kane and Len Horowitz and their antics yeah. and their and their BDSM and by the way, some people say that uh, Sherry Kane is the woman that was in the BDSM. No, Sherry Kane is not the woman that Len Horowitz was duct taping, even though, even though Sherry Kane is in the BDSM. And I have a picture, and I used to have others of her in her BDSM pleather plastic outfits, but I've only got a yeah. small one now. But I've only got a small one now, so I, so I cannot find them. But somewhere... And somewhere, someone out there has them because when I had my website, people used to send me all kinds of information because they knew I was going to make sure and get it out there. And but guess yeah. what? Um, Len Horowitz, I still got them videos. You know, just like the just like the information regarding um, Victoria. What's her name? Uh, uh. Yeah, she's not important. That's how important she is. And thank yeah. you for me, that's how important she is. But, yeah. but but um yeah, so, yeah, I still got all those videos, and all those videos will be getting put back up at some point. You know, it's just a, a matter of right now, what's it a matter of? It's a matter of $400. $400 will, will turn magic. $400 is going to make everything happen. So um, that's all I'm waiting on so I can get that money to do things right. And, you know, this time around, I think we're going to have a lot more um, supporters, you know, because there's a lot more people that are somewhat catching up. And uh, I think they're, some of them are ready.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, I've been, ever since I, I got off the air, all the real listeners says, man, there's nothing out there, man. You got to come back, man. There's nothing out there. And of course there's nothing out there. I don't know what's out there now because I haven't been paying attention, but well, the last time I checked, the big thing was fucking Spingola. That's fucking yeah. ridiculous. I mean, this is, l- see, once again, we're back to lullaby bedtime stories because this is not radio as far as getting anything done. This is lullaby bedtime. Yeah. You know, it's like, ooh, ah. It's like nothing different than watching fucking TV. There's nothing going on there. Yeah. And then you got um what's her name on the other end? The mom I'd like to fuck, what's her name over there? Um that that other racist woman, what's her name?
0: Carolyn
2: Yeager? Yeah, I
3: like to stick dick up in that.
2: She's racist?
3: Hell yeah, she's racist. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Fuck around me. She have a mixed child. Get the.
2: <laughs> you know it's kind of funny how so many of these racists have mixed children like i've heard I heard that I know Scott said is so he has mixed children. I even heard that the fucking you know Dr William Luther Pierce, that you know that uh that also that other white supremacist guy I heard Lou in one of the comments in his video said that he also had mixed children i' i i'm i'm it's kind of pretty. All these people end up, you know, having, you know, relationship with other people, yet they turn around and say, oh, all no, it's evil. it's bad. you know, unnatural to these niggas and these unnatural, you know, beasts or whatever, and yet they're the, the people who have children with them.
3: Oh, my God. It's so stupid. Yeah, especially Scott. You see, this yeah. is the difference. This is the difference between of Scott and myself. Now I'm ready. I'm ready to speak whatever language I need to speak with you, or you want to speak. Now, when I did the show with when I did the show with um, Scott, when he asked me to come on,
0: he um, mm-hmm. hold on real quick, homie. Okay, got some company that just came over. Yeah. Let's see here While he's away Let me Read uh, hmm. Let me put on some music While he's away Hold on, I'm back Oh, okay <laughs> Yeah. Anyway Um,
3: Scott asked me to do the show Mm -hmm. and Luke was kind of like the diplomat because I had um, talked to I had never talked to Scott but something he had said and I had um, you know gave like a little maybe a positive comment maybe or at least I commented I know it wasn't negative really but then after that, he had did some show where he was, you know, talking about how wonderful Jam was. And then I said, well, you know, well, you can't be too wonderful. You need to look at my, um, what was it called, Judas? I think I had uh, the Judas Files or whatever. I had a page called the Judas Files that showed all these Judases. And uh, so it was just a whole, you know, smorgasbord of, John Allen Martinson Jr. expose, just, just motherfucking that's why he went into hiding. You he can't help but to go in hiding. But so, you know, then he slowly came out like a roach out of the woodwork, you know, when it was all dark and shit, no one was around. And then, you know, the minute, you know, he came out, he went and hiding him back again. Yeah. But Scott, you know, we did the We did the show and um, I was very cordial, meaning this is this the time that let's let's work this thing out. Let's go ahead and let's figure out what the problems were. But he didn't want to go really hard in the meat and potatoes. He wanted to focus on Andre. And he basically yeah. wanted to focus on Andre because he was upset. He got his feeling hurt because yeah. Andre's a little bit closer to Mike Delaney than he is now.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: And so, therefore, <laughs> and so yeah. before, you know, he thinks that he's playing with an idiot saying ah I'll just get iconoclast and then iconoclast will verify and even probably put the hammer down harder on Andre and blah 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 you know and I can use him to do it because he's such a fucking Jew I can use iconoclast to do it because I'm a fucking coward and therefore I want to try to work my way back into the good graces of fucking shills and fucking scumbags like myself and so therefore you know I'm just trying to get shit worked out I'm just trying to just say, hey, look, this is a good time. We can, you know, let's uh, let's try to unite and talk about real shit, boom, boom, and maybe this can, maybe this will help that happen. But, no, you know, he, he was all friendly and acted very cowardly on the fucking show, you know, not really. And every once in a while he'd act like he's about to go hard, like, you know, like he's about to, you know, say something to me. But, you know, never do anything, you know, because I know, yeah. you know, and I'm, and I'm picking up on this, but I'm like, Nigga, yeah, go ahead if you want to. Just go ahead and go full bore, though. Now, he didn't want to do that. He didn't want to go there with me. But after the radio show, he does one the following day. And he has so much to say, like the other bitch, Andre. They got so much yeah. to say when you're not there. But, yeah, guess what? They're superior.
2: Yeah, right? super vega superior. <laughs> super.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so, you know, this is how weak it is. I mean, so is, are, is this anything? I mean, me and Luke basically destroyed what was left of the white supremacist movement single-handedly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, wh- whatever remnants were left, are there still people that are, that are out there that are buying into this shit? Yeah, but look, look at them. What, like, what are they going to do ever? Except do nothing. Except put out dumb shit that's not even reality. Yeah. Uh, nothing. In, nothing really, truly intellectual. I mean, if, you, it's so yeah. if it's so interesting, Go ahead.
2: Yeah. I'll, sorry for interrupting you, but dude, you're speaking about how you know what's left of uh, you know what white supremacist like the is being destroyed. Dude, you know what else lets you know that you you had you two had a very powerful impact that you have done. I used to follow that shit. I used to be, you know, in favor of it. You could say I was, I was involved with that stuff. I used to be a fan of Scott Robb, and when I heard the radio show between the two of you, at first I was like, well, you know, you know, Paul's not really, you know, getting, you know, the truth. I mean, I mean, that was at that time. I don't think that's now. And then I saw a loose video where he was falling, you know, on Scott Chronicle when really he was exposing like, it. And I went to the comments to, you know. To say, oh come on! Why are you doing that to Scott? And then you know, that's where he decided to say, "Hey, you want? Know, you think you're so confident with what you say? Go on there and talk to me." And that's what we did. And funny enough, we ended up becoming you know, a bit like friends. We became like we actually like understood each other, and we didn't like you know like you know have you know too much you know of a fight with between us. But it was more like it's more of a a better like it was like a better you know. Encounter, or at least like a meeting, if you will. Then, and then when I saw people, you know, attacking Lou on you know Scott Roberts's website, and you know, you know what the funny thing is about that website—you can't log in anymore in that thing because let me let me go here for a moment because there was some bullshit that Mike did to the website, Scott's website, where you can't log in there if you're new. I mean, I can you know log in and post some stuff up there, but. If you're like, if, let's say you're you, Paul, if you want to make an account there and try to post some stuff up or, you know, talk to people there, you can't do
0: that because... Let me see here. What do you give me? Well, it's down again. <laughs> but there's a... When it's up, there's like red text
2: saying that because of some bots or some DOS attacks, some bullshit like that, new account, you know, accounts for new... I mean, I don't know, features on new accounts have been restricted or some bullshit like that. So if, if you or who want to make a new account there and try to post some stuff up there, you guys can't do that shit. So it's only restricted to a very small amount of people. And how funny, how funny it was that that happened when all this information about Andre started leaking out. And it, it got to the point where you could see the views on Andre Anguadillo you know, Piecer. it had like 23,000 views. I'm not kidding. It has that many people viewing that stuff. And how funny it is that it happens now when a lot of people will like to log in and ask questions or, you know, just go in there and just try to get engaged with that stuff. That, start, that, that kind of like is like damage control to make sure that new people will come on there and try to, you know, try to figure out, you know, the ins and out of this stuff. But back to the thing, I actually, I actually wanted to try to get Scott, a debate set up between Lou and Scott And he just kept making excuses. Like he said, oh, he's going to debate my family. No, I'm not going to debate my family. Even though I remember now we had that open mic show, you know, that show you talked about the name after, you know, the fucking debate he had with you, quote, unquote. He said that, yeah, if anyone wants to to debate me or, you know, talk to me and, you know, be all about my family, you know, my mixed children, then sure, I'll do it just to make a point. But for some reason, he didn't do that shit. And then I just kept on trying to, to go to him you know, politely be like, hey, come on, Lou's not that bad of a person. I think, why don't you guys have the debate to get the thing over with? And the guy's like, oh, no, I don't want to debate, you know, he's a troll, he's going to go in and do this and that, and all sorts of bullshit excuses. And the more I started to, you know, look into Lou and you, and you know, his videos, I actually started to, like, really question it, because even before, right, even before, you know, I met you guys, I still did not agree with everything they said in, you know, white supremacy because I was like thinking to myself, come on, guys, do you, where do you draw the line on who's white and who isn't white? Like, that's a very big question because, you know, I'm mixed race, and I wanted to, you know, identify with my European roots. I mean, it's not that at that time I hated myself, but, you know, like to the point where I was like, yeah, fuck the niggas, fuck the chicks, fuck the kikes. I mean, I, I knew I was mixed but subconsciously, but anyway, I wanted to ask, like, hey, come on, guys, why why won't you accept people that are mixed? Like, what's so bad about it if they're mostly white and you know they act white and you know they have an honor guard? What's why won't you accept them? What's so you know unattractive of accepting someone who's partially mixed, like a quadrum, or mulatto, you know, wh- whatever it may be? What's so bad about that? Like,
3: why? It, so well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Exactly. What's so bad about it? If they, if no. If they don't want to, they shouldn't have to if they want to be with their own fucking kind, they have the right to you know but but this shit about so and so is fucking inferior, and that white man has done so much, yeah, done so much to fucking destroy pollute with the help of his fucking master the Jew. I mean, what the fuck man, what do you mean like? If you look at what white civilization has done, what do you want to talk about? The chemicals dumped into the fucking rivers and oceans. <laughs> what do you What do you want to yeah. talk about? What do you want to talk about as far as what you've done so to make the planet so? I mean, where do you want to go? Yeah, you fucking with the right one. I'm ready for them when they're ready to have that discussion, but they're cowards.
0: Yeah, they're <sighs> a bunch of fucking cowards. <laughs> That's why you and, have
3: nothing to worry about, man. See? There's nothing yeah. to worry about there.
2: You don't have to worry about
3: white genocide. whatever the fuck? That means. <laughs> no. Um this isn't anti-white.
4: Yeah, I mean.
3: Whether white I mean,
2: people in Mexico man. I I when you really, it's like, it's like when, it's like the same thing when Jews say, oh, you, you, are saying this, saying, are you anti-Semitic, are you anti jewish like, this has nothing to do with that, it has everything to do with, you know, a legitimate, you know, criticism of you, and, and, and seriously, this is just like a basic question, because, you know, I'm part white, you're part white, lose, 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 you know, a white person, He's not a fucking self-hating person. We're just asking, you know, the base, you know, question of an issue that has to be addressed with your fucking, you know, with your fucking, you know, worldview, your fucking
0: race theory. And if everyone mixes Mm -hmm. as far as, I mean, everyone's mixing anyway.
3: Yeah, I mean, one everyone, other. Everyone's mixed. I mean, Pastor Anderson, I think it's called The Jews and Their Lies Part 2. Um, halfway through that or somewhere in there, he gets into genealogy and stuff like that and he really shows that everyone is mixed. You know, and um so it's just you know and and here's the thing i was making i forget what show it was i was making it on but the mixing always keeps on occurring there is no like you know it just keeps on mixing it that's why all this stuff about who made the fucking pyramids and whether it was this one or that one or they had this amount of you know dna and xyz man that is all fucking horseshit think about this these people don't know that much about um the human genome, and whatever real secrets that they find out, do you think they are really going to tell you? Think about it. If they find out the key to your existence, do you think they're going to let you know, or are they going to use that like they've used every fucking thing else except now they have the blueprint to your body? That's very important. (laughs) So when you talk about these people being involved with DNA, you should want them to stop and stop fucking with it because at the end of the day, they've already got the blueprint to your body. Whatever you are, whatever
0: uh,
3: they need to fuck you up, of course they're going to have it. Let's say you're susceptible to whatever. Well, guess what? We say he's automatically susceptible because now we've conditioned the whole world that, you know what, uh, this life don't matter. And so therefore, get rid of it. It's so much shit going on on our planet right now. And I really need some help. Mm-hmm. I really need some help as far as putting this information together. Because yeah. the amount of information I have in my mind I can't get it out fast enough. And it's extremely important. Like the thing I want to start working on and the thing I think that people, this is why why having a radio show and that catchy intelligence database I was telling you about that's going to be on the new website where an individual um, can just go there, any individual can just go there and input information and then that information is reviewed and maybe added to, if need be, and then logged in, and there for the world to always go when they want to know about this subject matter or that subject matter that is not um, mainstream, and they don't have a, a real good source to get the the best information for it. As far as that yeah. subject matter, that's why it's important, you know. And uh, whatever I was going to tell you about just now just slipped my mind
0: as far as, you know, um, something that would definitely be valuable and would be inside this intelligence database. Um, Wow.
3: Anyway, it just goes on, man. Having a radio show and then being able to say things to the to the public that say hey we need information and I just remembered what I was going to say and see once you have the radio show and now that you have a place that when a when a when your radio listeners hears the information then they could say okay I did the research let me show you what I found and and upload it into the intelligence database for instance this subject matter right here I've been doing some research on the so-called AIDS and Ebola in Africa. And the same symptoms that come from you just, the final results, the final results of using HIV medication is what Ebola looks like, basically is what I'm trying to say. So when they say that that's Ebola, my suspicions are that basically it's the fact that you have been feeding um, naive Africans HIV drugs, and now the the effects have taken place. And why would they all take why would the effects take place at the same time with so many people? Because in Africa they have something called National Immunization Day where it's that day where the soldiers come around and they immunize you. They give you what you need. And when it comes to HIV medications, when you think that you're gonna die, but if I take this medicine I'm gonna live a little bit longer, you don't have to worry about whether a person who believes your lies are going to take it or not, if they think that they have a death sentence but this might make them live a little bit longer, you don't have to worry. They will take it. No problems, no questions. And so, therefore, these people are definitely on time taking their medication and then whammo, the end results of you're bleeding through the eyes and scabbed up all over and just looking like a horrible sight. This is what happens from HIV, but they call it Ebola right? And so what I did after that was I said, well, let me check something. Let me look at the places where they say the Ebola outbreaks occurred. And then I went and studied their HIV programs in those countries where they said Ebola was outbreaking. And it was very uh, interesting that the countries that the Ebola outbreak was happening in were countries where the countries were getting Great praises for doing everything that the United Nations and World Health Organization wanted them to do as far as the HIV programming and feeding drugs to people.
0: So therefore,
3: then look what the outcome is with these people that were doing such a great job with helping people with HIV and making sure they don't spread AIDS. Guess what happened? They have Ebola outbreaks because basically my suspicions, and I'm almost certain they're right, After what I'm going to tell you what I've uncovered here recently is that it's the it's the effects of the HIV drugs and how is that possible because the HIV drugs are known as DNA chain terminators your DNA is nothing but a blueprint that your cells read to know how to make new cells Mm -hmm. no matter what type they are but if you if you erase half of the blueprint now the cell doesn't know how to make what it needs and so and, and cells have what is called a hay flick limit they only live for so long before they die off and if you can't yeah. make the new ones then therefore you are shit out of luck and you're going to die and see that's why these hiv drugs are or what are known as dna chain terminators because it terminates your dna chain but most people don't know this in america they tell people that You know, you go to the pharmacy and they're going to tell you what side effects to be careful and it will pop up in the database because it will say you're using that drug and we automatically know you're using it. And so, therefore, uh uh-oh, you can't get this one because, but see, when it comes to HIV, if a completely healthy person who went to the doctor said, you got a clean bill of health, you're 100% healthy, but guess what? We're going to put you on HIV drugs. Guess what's going to happen to that person? They're going to die. So why are you giving it to someone who you say, is having a weakened immune system. See, this is extermination. But you think that you brought it on yourself because you went and had sex or whatever. See, this is a sinister Jew tactic of extermination, and that's all it is. And let me tell you about some other Jews now, like, um, like um, Bill Gates and a lot of billionaires. But let's talk about Bill Gates. Bill Gates now is saying that he's spending, he's giving away fifty. Billion dollars to fight Ebola. Do you know what that means? That his money Ebola vaccine, not Ebola vaccine. If even if they said vaccine, there is no need for Ebola vaccine. What it is that money? That money is going to be spent to exterminate more Africans. Because see, what are they up to? They're up to the fact that Africa is the rawest part. It's not civilized. It's still undeveloped. It's you know all kinds of natural resources: copper, gold, diamond, every everything you can think of, oil, everything, right? And it's un, and it's the last place that that they can basically do what they want because all you got is some basically some people that are just living pretty third worldish tribal, and you know they're coming in with the Range Rovers, the guns, the whatever, the money to sell out their fellow humans, whatever, they're, they're, they're coming in. But, but see, there's still going to be too many of them because in Africa there's not too many TVs. The only thing to do is sex, right? And so there's a lot of Africans, and we've got to get rid of them all. How do we get rid of them all? Tell them there's something called HIV and tell them they got it and then give them some drugs and kill them off.
0: Wow. And so
3: Bill Gates is behind this, and Bill Gates just gave $50 billion to so-called fight Ebola. You see Bill Gates is very instrumental. And he's got this yeah. new thing called the Giving Pledge. He's called. It, see they're so sinister. Bill Gates says there's something called the Giving Pledge or the Giving Club where billionaires, if you're a billionaire, you give half your money to this organization. You gotta give at least mm-hmm. half your wealth. So if you're a fifty if you have fifty billion you gotta give twenty five billion, but you're a member of the club. And what I think is this is a I think this is the the life preserver club, because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in the life preserver club, you and your kind aren't going to have to experience all of the vaccines, all this other stuff. And let me tell you something, brother, vaccines are complete fucking horse I mean, can they have some kind of effect? I guess so. But if you look at vaccines, you know, vaccine injuries compared to the statistics of you might catch XYZ, I mean, it's very, very low. With both of these vaccines that they're giving children nowadays, but but of course the vaccines have sterilization stuff in them that that the parents and others don't even know that they're sterilizing the kid. You see what I'm saying? These people so, are sinister. And this is this is yeah. all the work that you use. I've done too much. I've done too much homework, brother. I've done way too much homework, and that's why I'm saying. We need a team of experts like Alex Jones, people that are willing to get out here and 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 help to produce videos and information and get, you know, many hands make like work, well, got to get this shit rolling. There's a lot of stuff. In, and one of, the, one of the most important um, issues is what I'm talking about, this HIV extermination program. They're exterminating people, you know, worldwide, even here in America. I mean, in America, they are forcing people to take HIV tests they're even duping people in the HIV test. Like you would think that if you want to – they have forms, right? They have forms that you would think that says if you, want an HIV che- if you want an HIV test, check this box and we will give you one. But in small print, there's this box, and then in small print it says if you don't want one. You see? So the, the, the print is smaller than what you've been reading. And if you're a person that can, can read, but you might need glasses, and then it gets the fine print and you can't see what it says because it's a little bit finer. And instead of saying, check this box, if you don't want us to give you an HIV test. So they're giving people HIV tests without them even knowing that they're getting it, and I'm telling you right now, don't think that it would not be or it would be too much for them to have a database that says, guess what, this person, make them come back with it. Oh, this person got their test, this one comes back with that result. Don't think that that is too far fetched. Mm-hmm. It's not. See, see, because once again, it's a it's a clever way that you'll never figure out that they were exterminating you, and everyone will say, "Well, damn, he had HIV. The test came back." Well, and let's talk about the HIV test real quick. The HIV test, it says right on the manufacturing package that the test comes in not to be used for a diagnosis of HIV, and I bet you you can Google it up on, on, you know, images, on Google Images if you look. So they're giving you a test that says not to be used for a diagnosis of HIV, but yet they're giving people the test and saying, yep, you have it or you don't have it. And then a lot of people don't know that there is no one set standard for a test A person who tested positive in New York City where there's a bunch of blacks and Latinos and other foreigners, they're gonna say that that you have HIV. But if you took that same person and sent them to Australia where it's mainly white people, that same person, if they took another HIV test, they would come back as not being positive. So see, this is also racially, they want everyone. They want the whites, they want everyone it's a but at the same time they still want the minorities first because they in their mind I'm thinking that they think which they're totally wrong because the minorities don't give a fuck about television that bad or the electric just went out that you know that's not nothing new to a lot of people some people haven't even lived with electricity when we talk about minorities third-worlders dark-skinned so they don't understand you know you look at dark-skinned people Vietnamese who defeated America, they were living on one bowl of rice a day. American can't go to war and do that. You see what yeah. I'm saying? The bottom line is they don't, they don't know what they're playing with, but I do. And so they think they can get rid of the third world first, but guess what? Their dumbness is the third world is the ones who are going to wake up first, and the third worlds are the ones who are going to be willing to put it on the line because they're not all comfortable with, I got my iPhone, Facebook's on, I'm watching my TV show at 8 o'clock. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so understand this: the third world is where it's at. The best thing you can do is get the most accurate information, not David Ike. Don't send David Icke off to Africa. None of that shit. Send the hardcore yeah. stuff most intellectually, the most intellectual martial arts you can get your hands on, and send it to the third world and watch what happens. Wake them up. And guess what? You know the great thing about about – People in the first world waking up the third world is because some of them look at us and say, Wow, America, I watched the
0: movies. And if you send them that hardcore information, guess what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, man. You know, it's- there's a, lot of, there's a lot happening,
3: man. I mean, we're, we're in great times right now, and we're just getting started. I mean, that's why I wish I had so much money that I could just throw towards this because there's so much needs to be done. There's so many things that, you know, like I said, I have so many videos that, that people haven't seen. I got a video called Troopergate, which is nothing but state troopers that worked for Bill Clinton. And see, this would be, this would be great to put up right now. Because see, Hillary Clinton going to be president. Guess what? They tell you all about Hillary Clinton and her love affair with Vince Foster and all kinds of juicy details. And guess what? This these are the uncovered treasures that people have never even heard about. Yeah. Right. That's why it's important that we need hey people. We need donations. And if you, and if you think it's all about the money, buy the product and send it to us that we need. You see what I'm saying? Let's get this ball rolling. Because I think that, you know, things are going to be a lot better in the future because we're getting, I think this time around with my particular case, I'm going to have more people involved with what I'm trying to do. It's not going to be just me or just Luca. You know, me and Luca always did our things kind of separate. We always came together, but Luca um, had his, Thing he was doing, I had my own thing, and we'd collab on a few things here and there. But um, I think the future, we want to just bring everything together. Whatever we're doing, just have one platform to unleash it on. And because I think that's best, I mean, so, you know, have all the best in one location, have the best information, have the, you know, and it doesn't have to be the most entertaining, it doesn't have to be the most mainstream or the coolest or whatever, because it's all about the information with me. I mean what's good, what's what's the most important
0: information? I'm loving it, man. Yeah. Hey, um, back to vaccine. You're telling me that
3: vaccine has
2: sterilizers, dude? So
0: Yeah, dude. let me
3: hold on. Let me find that for you real quick because it's very lengthy but it's it and it's kinda of boring because it's all about documents and the real documents and shit like that so it's all like blah blah blah. it's not like a dum-dum-dum and uh oh there's a 9-11 dum-dum-dum it's not that shit it's just you know you look at documents and it's important yeah
2: because dude i took vaccines though i let me see if i have the
0: fucking well i took
2: the fucking i have taken you know some fucking you know Vaccine to okay. The so, so I'm fucking sterile now? That one? Well, know, if, you,
3: if you take it long enough, if you take it long enough, if you take it long enough, let me tell you what the name of it is. It's called Lethal Injection, The Story of Vaccination. Mm-hmm. Lethal Injection, The Story of Vaccination. And I think it's like two hours, two and a half hours or something like that. Very lengthy. Very boring, but the evidence is
0: there. Well, mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And so if you want to know about
3: vaccinations, uh that's a very good that's a very good uh, piece of
2: work right there. So was it lethal injectionation, was it? The what? The 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 thing is that like a documentary lethal injectionation?
3: Or lethal, no. what was it? lethal Injection, The Story of Vaccination. Mm-hmm. So it, it goes over the history of vaccination. It goes into the documents of vaccination. It goes into how fucking this is a pile of horse shit. And you know another thing? It's all about money, man. Every time a doctor says, can you do this? I mean, it's like when you go get your fucking child, I mean, you go get your child's foreskin on its penis cut off and, the
0: do- and you know what
3: the, you know what the doctor tried to tell me the doctor tried to say um um, I, I was like I was like um why, why what you know they took one asked like they asked me like two or three times you're gonna get you're gonna get circumcised and you gonna get circumcised I'm like no nah, nah, I'm not gonna get circumcised they're like um, well why not you need to get circumcised so I said um well why, did, why does he need to be circumcised? I said because for, for hy- hygienic reasons. I said, well, I got, cu- I got cousins. They've never had any problem about hygienic reasons. This, that, and the fucking third. And then they said, oh well. And then after that didn't work. They were like, well, also penis cancer. I've never fucking heard of penis cancer. I'm I'm pretty sure it's that ball. Cool. You know, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's something called penis cancer. But you know, I've never heard that if you don't get circumcised penis cancer. Well penis cancer? Well damn it, let me sign <laughs> up. Let me do this right now then. That
0: sounds so stupid, man. And this is real, homie.
3: Let me tell hey, to all you young parents out there in America.
0: Let me tell you what's going on. When you're when you go to the maternity ward and you're about to have your baby they're gonna say some shit like,
3: "We have hold on, I'm eating a peanut butter sandwich." I know it's unprofessional, sorry. But if you had caught me like an hour before. We were on a, a bad time difference. I was about to get me something before we started the show. But um, they're like uh, no, no, they always not soothing voices. Now, you know, we have this, we have this, this um, this bracelet we're gonna put on your child's leg. And it's, and it's it's uh, connected to that thing you see there. So if anyone tries to take your kid, the alarm will go off. So no one will take your kid. You're like, wow, is people going to take my kid? Well, good, okay. If Well, if i got to worry about someone taking my kid, well, that's a good thing to have that band on my kids. You know, this it's basically like a home, it's one of them home confinement bracelets. They better said, it's for little kids, right, little babies. And so it seems like, wow, yeah, it's good. It's good, you know, no one can take your baby. I ain't got to worry about someone walking off with it. But see, here's the real thing. The reason why they put that on your child is because if you're an awake parent and you know what the fuck is going on and you're just not some dummy, you're going to say, holy fuck, they're trying to do this to my kid. They're trying to do that to my kid. Let me walk out with my kid right now. Well, guess what? You can't go anywhere with your kid because the minute you try to walk away, all the exits automatically locks and the and the elevator stops working. And guess what? They have the maternity ward in this particular hospital on the top floor, which is the sixth. So in order for you to get out of the hospital, you're not just going to walk out with that baby. See, they're training you, and they're telling you at the same time that, oh, this is all about your baby. Here's another thing that they tell you. When you have a baby, they make your baby give up these huge uh, six or three lots of blood and they're very huge they prick your baby's foot and they they tell you oh this is for this To make sure your baby don't get that you don't want your baby get this or that and you're like well of course I don't want my baby getting anything and so you're like wow I better let them do it but really what they're doing is they're grabbing your child's DNA and learning all about who and what your child is before he as soon as he comes into the world they think that all children belong to them. We've got to stop this kind of behavior. We, but guess what? The only thing that can stop this kind of behavior are responsible, superior human beings. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about superior. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and by the way, they don't have to be superior necessarily, yeah. but they will be. I mean, you'd have to be if you're going to, if you, if you, are out to stop this. You would have to be superior. I mean, the superior person would be the one that would not want all these abuses and sinister things happening with them or their child. I mean, that alone would make you superior to whatever dummy was going to go through all. The, you know, go through the whole thing. Okay. But, but really, when we talk about superior, there is. You know, you don't have to be superior. To, uh, superior to stop it. You know, Adolf Hitler said in Mein Kampf, you know, it's those with the will, not those necessarily with, you know, the doctor might be more sophisticated. He knows how to talk all the medical terminology, but just because he can do all that and he can walk circles around you with, you know, some old medical jargon, that don't mean you can't stop him because it's those with the will more than it is those with the intelligence. And I think that if you got a you got a deadly combination, if you got willing in and, and and
0: intelligence, I would put myself in that category. Hmm. I'd put you in that category too. Really? Yeah. I mean you got a lot to learn yeah
3: as far as so much more that you that you don't have under your belt, but
4: mm-hmm. for your
3: age to already grasp the one of the hardest truths to grasp mm-hmm. some of the hardest truths for individuals to grasp are the real truth about World war two the truth about h i v and the truth about the moon landing they're the hardest even if even if they can get. They can nine eleven, they can get this, they can get this, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But see, until until they get to the point of living in the knowing and not believing. That's why you'll find some nine eleven people that want to talk authoritatively about nine eleven. But then they yeah. also want to talk authoritatively about fucking um, chemtrails. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm yeah. saying? So, mm-hmm. therefore, we're not talking about that right there. See, so that doesn't mean anything. You can talk about 9-11, but if you can't wrap your head around the fact that NASA has never put a man on the moon and that the moon, yeah. and that the Mars landings are all a pile of horseshit and that yeah. HIV is not even a real virus, it's an extermination program,
4: you mm-hmm. see,
3: and that it is the Jews. See, the Jews, we're not just talking about uh World War Two. The biggest thing to get over is to know who the Jew is. And I mean at your age to already know not fully know because you'll you'll see as time goes on, you're gonna see the this how wide and and deep it goes with these people. Mm-hmm. But to to grasp all you've grasped when you've just turned eighteen, that says a, a lot. So,
0: I mean, yeah, I would put yourself in that category. Hey, I'm just trying to find the truth, man. That's so all that's I can ask for.
3: That's all I. That's all. That's all I do, man.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, and and it's not just finding the truth. The truth is important that everybody should know it, because what will that do? Hopefully, that'll make the world a better place it's like it's like if something is being done stupidly and all of a sudden you say well look let me show you the right way well then yeah. no longer do you have to go through the stupid
0: way of doing it yeah yeah brother um I think I told you how I got involved with all this. <laughs> oh. I think I did.
2: Yeah, but yeah, this is like uh the main point is the interview, but yeah, I mean I'm I'm liking the how it's going but uh
1: how uh, like how did
2: you I don't know if we got into it, but how did you like like what started your you know, your you know, your thing, like what got you involved in, you know? Searching for nine eleven and you know Alex Jones. What got you into, you know, you doing your radio show and your website and spreading information and exposing stuff? Like what, what was the thing that made you start in terms of seeking the truth? What was the what was the initial you know trigger?
0: Oh. Well let me see that. I remember. I was um, just an average Joe, doing
3: what most people do, just kind of having a good time, but I was intelligent, you know. I would see things on television, and I'd hear it on television, and I knew that what I was hearing was bullshit, but, you know, just keep on going through my everyday life, and I'd hear them say things on television, like, yeah, and you know it's a lie, right, but you just like, Okay, that's our lie, though. You know what I mean? It's like our lie. That's our lie. And then, like, then, uh, you know, so I'd recognize it, but it wasn't important. And then one day I was over at my mom's house. This is a long time ago. They had VCR tapes, probably, I don't know, maybe early, maybe some uh, early 80s, early 90s. And uh, I was over at my mom's house, and I went, you know, I went in her living room, and I was like, yeah, mom, what you got on the shelf here? Let me see what you like. I want something to watch on TV tonight. I don't know what to watch. You know, I, I'm sorry, you know, because, you know, television, if you watch that shit long enough, it is so boring. You can't ever find anything on television and blah, blah. And so, and back then there wasn't 100 and 300 channels and all this type of shit. So, you know, you're like, what is on the TV, blah, blah. So I've seen two videotapes at my mom's house. It was called um, Millennium 2000. It was Anthony J. Hilder's work. And it was also, um, and which is a good Anthony Hilder video for the most part. Um, I can't really say too much about it other than I think they do push Nazi horseshit in there. Surprise. surprise (laughs) And, um, and, uh, anyway, there was another one called America under siege. And I watched those two videos, right? And I was like. The one, the one of them was this lady who used to be in the military that turned into a lawyer and then she had all these FEMA documents and all that and she spread them out and then went around the country and showed you where the locations was and like she wasn't just showing you the documents, she was showing you the locations. And I'm like, holy fuck, wow. And I'm like, wow, some shit's really going, you know, sorry about that, I guess I'm breathing into the mic, but I was like, some shit's really going on out here, man. I got, You know, so I was like, wow. And so I went back to my mom after watching the video, I was like, mom, Where'd you get those videos from? Like, I was like oh, you got any more? I'm like, she's like, no, I got, I got them from a woman at my church. I'm like, uh, can you get up with her? I want to see some more videos. Like, I had asked her, you know, and she didn't give me no good answer. And I'd asked her again, like, wow, are you going to see that woman again? And I guess she was never going to see the woman at the church again for whatever reason.
4: Mm-hmm. And so um,
3: she said, well, there's a, there's a guy who owns a, a Christian bookstore down um ex, you know it's called the mustard seed and he's got these videos that you can rent so you go in there right and he's got these videos for like three dollars you rent them for like i don't know three four days you know for like three dollars a piece you can rent these movies out and he he had like the clinton chronicles obstruction of justice the death of vince foster this man had a ton of them and, and you know it was still you know when i look back now it's really really weak but still very very important you know, it was it was very important in um, the graduation of getting this information because if you don't know about the racket, the the, the at the mid-range racket, well then you don't know about the mid-range racket. You, if you you might know about oh nine eleven was an inside job, but if you don't know how politics really work, so in that sense, when I learned how politics really worked, and that's a very good reason for all young people to watch the New Clinton Chronicles. And also <laughs> obstruction of justice then you will see how real politics work the other one that you want to see is called Nichols versus Clinton which might be very hard to get a hold of but you might be able to buy a copy and if you do throw it on the net because it's very very important
5: mm-hmm.
3: but both but both of them will tell you exactly and show you exactly how politics works and how political assassinations occur to give you an example of how political assassinations. And different, you know, we don't have to talk about, we're not talking about uh, political assassinations like a president assassination. We're talking about any political enemy that's a threat to your agenda, how to kill them and to get away with it. Well, just like in the case with Sandy Hook, even though there was no one really killed, but you have a Jewish coroner or some coroner (laughs) to sign off that someone died of natural causes when in actuality they were murdered. Or when they shot themselves, or when someone murdered them with a gun, say they shot themselves and then rule that as the cause of death. See, these people have so many slick ways of dealing with society that society has no clue about. And that's why watching the Clinton Chronicles, also the MENA connection, the MENA cover up, all these are, are low level, but somewhat still important. I would say they're important, but still low level in the scheme of things. But something, it's like you can't be a physicist until you learn all the lower levels of physics. You see what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? You can't get any better until you get some groundwork underneath it. So all of this is important in in understanding
0: how things work in society for real. Yeah. Very, very important, though. Yeah. um, I I
3: just want to encourage people that we need to get this, this information out there and to really get the ball rolling. Like, I'm really amped right now, more amped than I've been in a, in a minute. Like, I just started getting really amped because i have really seen the improvements that can go on with the intelligence website, and I've actually figured out exactly um, how I want to structure this new website. And um, this time, the website cannot be allowed to be taken down off the net. I mean, that's just crazy because I had, one, I had and I still have the information, but I had up on the net one of the greatest websites that's ever been put on the web as far as information. And um, you can still visit it at archivesnet.org. Just put it dot iconoclassradio.com and go back a few years because guess what? Some Jew went and bought my um, domain name because, once again, no supporters the Jew <laughs> bought my domain name and then bought the website from underneath of me. And my thinking at the time was, damn, all this hard work, all this energy that i put into this, and, you know, individuals, uh, if, it's, if it's important enough, they'll make sure it stays up. And I guess at that point it wasn't important enough for even the people who say they value the information. You know what I'm saying? And that's a, that's a problem, too. That's a problem too because you would think that they would not allow something like that to happen. But then you're de- but then you're dealing with people that got all kind of excuses of why they can't, you know, do this or do that or you're out, you're just out for the money. Well, I'm out to get paid for what I do. I know one thing, I'm done for I'm done with fucking you know, I've been put five years or whatever in and really didn't have a lot to show for all my energy that I put in. Except a lot of results. I did get a lot of results as far as I've changed the world in the awareness level and created some people that are really um, um, changed. I mean, some very intelligent people that their whole awareness level is totally different now. Their whole conscious level is totally different. So in that sense, I've, I've hmm. done a lot, but you know, at some level, they didn't think it was um, important enough. I mean, some of them did. Some of the hardest core motherfuckers did. But then it still wasn't enough to keep the website afloat, so
0: there you go. Mm-hmm. that's all it is to it and uh I think that that was
3: a kind of a loss um, to the
0: public so i gotta I gotta remember we're not uh. I remember where I'm on a radio show here. so uh, did you find did you find out anything more about the nation of islam mm.
2: Well, I was watching the the full, you know, video you send me, and uh, also take up the the full debate, though. Of the, uh, let me see.
0: You know what I'm gonna, you know,
2: I gotta do this because I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play that clip I found. Like you were telling me in one of our Skype calls that Nation of Islam says that that there's a mothership that's gonna come in and say, you know, the Russians, the freaking, you know, you know, nation and destroy America. Let me. I actually found the clip of the the spaceship.
4: Uh-huh. Where
2: uh, so, let me see the Nacho Tahuti actually pointed that out. Find it here. Let's see. Should be somewhere
3: right. And I know, there. and the guy, and the guy, the the um, the Wesley Muhammad. Remember his name is. He's look. He's sitting there looking stupid. Yeah. <clears throat> let me see if. I'm
0: What is it? it. But yo, you sent me the info that uh knock
2: all, you know Uh, he's a drug dealer, that he got convicted for drugs and some shit.
3: didn't he get convicted of murder too?
2: Yeah, that. Send me also that information too. Uh
3: Uh-huh. But that doesn't move me. That doesn't move me. Okay, if if that happened, cool. But the the question still remains, is what he said about the nation of Islam true? That's what matters. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah, that's what matters.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a drug dealer. Okay, cool. Okay, that's, that's, that's a fact. He's a drug dealer. He got convicted. Okay, boom. But is he fucking, is what he's saying about the nation of Islam true? Okay. Yes. Well then. Okay. Well then, what? What's the point here? Where are we going with this?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. But yeah, I sent that over there to you just so you would know about that too, though. Just so you know what happened to him. Yeah.
2: All right. I found
3: the. Let me put on the speakers on. Uh, I hope. I
2: hope this is heard at least good enough on the show. I'll archive, let me just get the, just the volume of this so doesn't get too loud and I'm right here. All right,
4: let me see. still, with some
2: high
1: efficiency in the government to get some land down in North Carolina so that it would make Elijah Muhammad's program of separation seem more feasible. Here comes. You can go out and get the last of and you can check that out for yourself, all right? But I got to move on. Okay. But instead of the nation of Islam having us out here freedom fighting, right? right? They're doing the same thing that the damn Christians are doing. Got us waiting on Jesus Christ to come back. But instead of us waiting on Jesus Christ, they tell you that Farah Muhammad is going to come back on the mothership. Clean your ass.
3: Uh-huh. Can you hear that just fine? Yeah. Uh, Not just fine, but I hear it. Oh, that's so funny.
4: That's <laughs> funny.
3: It would be funny if it wasn't so fucking sad. I mean, see, that man made a very valid point. That shit is so stupid, and you would think that, you know what? He's right. No, they're not going to say that. They're going to keep on listening to fucking Louis Farrakhan and his goddamn horse shit. And uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, speaking of Louis Farrakhan, here's another connection. Louis Farrakhan has started a farm. Like Jonestown, Guyana. Remember, we talked earlier about he's involved in the CIA and Jew control. Yeah. Okay, the CIA was instrumental in Jonestown, and just like Jonestown, which was an agricultural farm, guess what the Nation of Islam got? Also, they also got an agricultural farm that just kind of reminds you of, Joe, of fucking Jonestown. So, and then and not and not just that. Look what else they're doing. But see, here here's why they're doing it. Because they've got this motherfucking horseshit, mothership doctrine at the Nation of Islam. And so, okay, it's a mothership. But wow, the mothership's going to save us? What's our revelation? The Christians got revelations of a mysterious book that's unfucking interpretable, but everyone had. Look, Revelation says that it's uninterpretable, but yet motherfuckers are so fucking idiotic. They try to interpret it and say that they've interpreted it. Now, okay, bam, boom. Now, the nation of Islam, they need their revelation. They need their quagmire of stupidity that I can't, I can't find my way out of this kooky rat maze because there is no exit. How, okay, okay, we're lost in here. We need something at the end of this rainbow called nation of Islam and the mothership that we can have them lost in the sauce forever. Ah, we just figured it out. You know what we'll do? We'll actually merge that nation of Islam and we'll merge it with Scientology. We'll, we'll go ahead and migrate our fucking followers over to Scientology because they got a whole fucking space opera of UFOs and all kinds of shit that we can that we can rationalize. See, here's another thing that you got to know. You got to know that since the Nation of Islam decided to go ahead and merge with Scientology. You already know that they've already figured out how they're going to show how the mothership is involved with Scientology. They've already got all the jargon, the fucking religion already pre-built. And now that's why they're telling their followers to go there because they've already pre-built all of the horseship mind control and how they're going to rationalize it, for, how they're going to use the portion of Scientology and rationalize it to make the story of mothership UFO. Nation of Islam Sound good Yeah And I I just can't wait To hear this shit But trust me They got it Or they would not Because they're not Going to send their followers There without having Questions already Ready to be answered So they already Have This shit is premeditated Probably Years in existence mm-hmm. uh-huh. So It's the Nation of Islam <laughs>
0: you know they're, they're, black, black, supremacists, right? they're black supremacists they are black oh, you yeah. Oh, know yeah, they're black supremacists, but you know it's just horseshit. yeah, it is actually like kind of you know disappointing
2: me. I kinda like knew a bit about it, but it kind of sucks, especially when you know I got uh you know. This is just for the audience, I mean, you already know, but, you know, this is for the show. And this is what I mentioned at the beginning. I got some books from Amazon. One of them, I mean, Amazon, you know, another website. uh, Dr. David keeps talking website that gives you a couple of books. The books
3: I got
2: from Amazon, I'm sorry, you're going to say something?
3: No, I was just saying,
2: yeah. Well, the books that got for a marathon were the secret relationship between blacks and Jews, volume two and one. And yeah, they do have very explosive information, but you know, like you said, they're they're tied in with a lot of bullshit. Like, not just that you know, it kind of you know, it says it compares the fucking to black Holocaust, quote unquote, to the fucking you know the evil Nazi Holocaust of the poor innocent Jews. But even though even though these books talk about the Jewish fucking you know, um, fucking, what is it? You know, Jewish how for the, Yeah, how, how they, the Jews were basically the fucking masters of the slave trade. But for some reason, they don't decide to go all the way with it and just flat out call the Holocaust bullshit. Or at least compare the fucking, you know, slave trade, at least with the whole old more, At least it makes some sense because, you know, a lot of Africans starved to death in the fucking ships of malnutrition. So at least there's some, at least there's something to tie it in with. But no, let's just compare it to the Holocaust, where supposedly this stupid rabbi—I mean, I already read this quote to you, but I'm just going to read it for the show, uh-huh. you know, for the audience, because you know, I want to be—I want to be at least, you know, not really professional, professional, but just be organized and just uh, be as complete as possible to not let you know any new listener come in and be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Let me just uh-huh. read this here. But, let's see, until now, the facts herein were known only to a few. Most have always assumed that the relationship between blacks and Jews is equally supportive, friendly and fruitful, two suffering people bonding to overcome hatred and bigotry to achieve success. That hatred and bigotry coming from the evil white man, I I assume. But history tells an altogether different story. This report focuses on the hidden history of blacks and Jews for the Jewish historical record. And that's actually like a really good, you know, (laughs) thing to do, because if you use your sources to prove your case, then that's just, like, very, very hard-hitting, but it. it continues. Rabbi Henry Cohen, author of the book Justice Justice, makes a telling point. The parallels between the issue era and the American slave trade are more started than what we they be like. When the degree brought from the heart of the Africa to the American South, once died on the to the African coast. And once they died in the suffocating prisons on aboard ships, would their families be purposely broken up? Husbands, wives, and children forced to go to the uh, suffocating. Must we be, must be reminded of the death toll in suffocating bus cars by our
1: airspeed
2: or the training of children from the mothers and uh, huh uh, yeah, so I mean, I actually I'm actually enjoying the book, but I actually get why he would burn it and just you know like take the sources out of it and just burn the thing. It, it's it's kind of it has good information, but it's tainted with bullshit. They're purposely there, so that 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 would be my take on it. I and mean, I'm not gonna, I'm I mean, I'm planning on like making a radio show talking about it and reviewing. But you know, as of now, that there's that inc- that flaw there, right? I mean that 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 stupid detail that got fucked up, and also that sometimes that it kind of like sometimes it says that Jews are European or that Jews are white, and I'm just thinking to myself, what the fuck? At the beginning it says, let me just read the exact quote because again I don't want to sound you unprofessional. Let me see, let me see here. Da, 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 da. Let me see this page ten. Jews' participation in slavery, particularly their tracking in non-Jewish slaves precisely the moral indignation of Europe's Gentile population, i.e. European whites. The Europeans reacted by taxing the Jews and some were expelled from their homes from their host countries for this activity. The expulsion of Jews by European governments was not unusual, not unusual, sorry, with most of the complaints centered around economic exploitation, monopolizing, or sharp practice. Uh, quote. By, by 1500, with the exception of certain parts of Italy, Western Europe, had closed its doors to Jewish people. The following with a partial record of the countries and dates of Jewish expulsion from various European communities. and twelve
4: France, 1182,
2: Upper Bavaria, 1276, England, 1990, France. 1306. France, 1322. Saxony, 1349. Hungary, 1360. Belgium, 1317. Slovakia, 1380. France, 1394. Austria, 1420. Lyons, 1420. Cologne, 1424. Spain 13... I'm sorry, 1438. Augsburg, 1439. Upper Bavaria again, 1442. Netherlands, 1444. Brandenburg, 1446. Maine again, 1462. Maine again, 1483. Warsaw, 1483. Spain, 19, I'm sorry, 1492. Italy, 1492 in the same year. Lithuania nineteen ninety five portugal oh, sorry fourteen ninety six naples fourteen ninety six Navarre, that's, that's n a b a r r e fourteen ninety eight nuremberg fourteen ninety eight Brandenburg, 1510 Prussia, 1510 Genoa, 1515 Naples, 1533 Italy, 1540 Naples again, 1541 uh, Prague, 1541 Genoa again, 1550 Bavaria, you know, 1551 Prague again, 1557 Papal State, 15. 69, Hungary, yet again, 1582, Hamburg, 1649, Vienna, 1669, Slovakia, 1744, Bohemia, Morolia, um 1744, and lastly, Monaco, 1891. And I even read, like, on a more extended list, it said that NS Germany was the last European country to follow views. That's from 1940. 1940- Nine to 1945, so there is an entire list of Jewish expulsions from, you know, Europe, and then it continues. Over the next centuries, the century of Jewish development moved into the Western Hemisphere where land and commercial opportunities provided the incentives of immigration, the open and ungoverned territory, and the docile and vulnerable indigenous population were an irresistible attracted to the malignant race. They acquired great wealth in their Caribbean and South American enterprises and eventually moved into the American Northwest, Northeast, which became the economic focal local point. It centered with the forced expulsion of the Jews from the Spanish Empire and with the early explorer and discoverer called America, Christopher Columbus. So right at the back, right off the bat, it does tell you, like, it, if you read it, it gives you the sense that, you know, Jews and whites are not the same. But let me see if I can find the exact page. There's other pages where it says that, you know, that the freaking, that the Jews were like the white, part of the white population. Let me see if I can find it, because there's other pages that says multiple times. Because it goes through the islands like Barbados, Caracas, Jamaica, and other islands. Let me see. Let me
0: see here. Um, I should have marked it somewhere. Let me see. Professor Tony Martin died, did he not? I'm sorry, what did you say, Paul? I
3: think Professor Tony Martin died. He was—he was definitely a threat to Jews.
0: Hmm. I don't know if you know him. Mm. <laughs> you don't know Professor Tony
3: Martin? Tony
2: Martin. I think I—that name sounds familiar. It rings a bell to me.
3: Yeah, he's the guy who uh, established the. He's got a lecture called "The Jewish Role in the African Slave Trade."
5: Hmm.
3: You've never seen
2: that? I think Jam showed a video of the guy talking about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Let me see. Yep.
2: I don't know why
3: maybe you're maybe you're uh you're it's because you're on the radio,
4: yeah, <laughs> I don't
3: know why,
2: and I don't like it because I don't want to keep make my books uh you know I don't want their you know to get old and sagging you know but I want to make sure they're as you know well presented as possible, and I finally found it here's a quote from page uh fifty seven and it's on Barbados this gives me a twenty percent of the nearly twenty. 20- thousand white inhabitants. Wait a minute. Didn't you just tell me at the beginning of the okay, Jews and white were not the same? Yet here you're telling me that Jews make part of the white population? If you if you believe, right, that Jews were a separate, you know, race or people, then you would it would make more sense to say they made up twenty percent of the or not, you know, not they wouldn't say you were twenty percent of the white population. You would just say they are about like, you know, they're like X percentage of the
3: whole family it, it sounds like exactly it comes from the source that comes from a jew controlled source it sounds yeah. like okay slip that in there you know the white people are jews so you can easily identify and i'll tell you what there's a lot of black racism and a lot of white racism it's due to jews yeah it's it's due to jews in hollywood movies yeah yeah, yeah. So, and you know what, I'm
2: actually looking at the, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but there's a source, I'm looking at the sources list, and that sentence is sources 4 to page 58 by Wernick, page 56, Estimate that Jewish population of the island of 1981 to be around 260. The Barbados slave population, you know, was, you know, dot, 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 dot. So, the, the source there is fortune by a guy named Wernick. And it's kind of funny because Wernick is a name that constantly popped up when I was looking at a, at a video exposing the Holocaust. Because this, I, I don't know if it's the same dude, but a guy with the last name Wernick was the guy writing a bunch of a book about the fucking Holocaust. Like, like, that.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the most damning information against Jews... Jew, see, Jews. Jew, see Jews as see this is this is you have to do what you have to you have to out Jew the Jew yeah and I don't I don't mean do every evil thing a Jew does but you have to do some things they do better like for instance they have that that Jewish megaphone they have a megaphone where they have this this system and guess what we can take it over we can actually take the fucking thing over because what it does is it's it's an alert. And what happens is it alerts the Jews that oh my God there's an issue concerning Jews and so let's all together as a unified force. See how they do it on the internet? Like they take they take and like when it's time, oh my God, there's a congress a congressman doing XYZ. I want everybody now to to email that congressman and say, XYZ. You see what I'm saying? That's the way they operate. They have this megaphone that if something's going on like this Hey guys, there's a video on YouTube X Y Z. Go over there and get the shit fucking taken down, and then they go get it taken down.
4: Yeah. You see, that's the way they operate.
3: Uh, we we got to do yeah, that right
2: there. Yeah, they're a collective unit. I remember one dude. I think his name. I don't know his name. I mean, he's just a weird dude. But he made a point that Jews uses uh, that. He said he was like comparing Jews and Europeans to baboons and you know chimpanzees. I think, or monkeys, I can't remember the other part, but he said that, you know, chimpanzees were more intelligent, baboons are more collective. That's why baboons can outmaneuver and out, you know, smart, not smart, but can outperform or at least, you know, get an advantage on chimpanzees because they're more of a collective unit. And he said one time that one baboon actually was able to, you know, sacrifice himself for, you know, for a threat. So for the good of the tribe and that's how Jews operate, because they're a collective unit, like you said. They're, they get together to the congressman, and they get on him and they say, hey, you will pass state speech laws, protect us, you know, we'll give you all your money, you know, get go behind the guy. And then the guy's uh-huh. like, well, okay. And if we were able to do that, at least, damn, at least we were, at least we were getting something, rather than just sitting here and just you know, talk, talk, talk.
3: Oh, well, no, uh, don't get it twisted. I mean, there's been so there's been so much of an impact. I mean, yeah, um, it's just we're just we're just not getting, I guess, what we want fast enough because it's definitely happened. Like I said, young people are definitely getting a lot um, more aware of their surroundings, and they're more and they know how to maneuver in their surroundings. Like say when Sandy Hook happened. I was really yeah. amazed at the young people that took it on and were exposing a lot of shit regarding Sandy Hook. That and guess what? They weren't they were young, they were pretty young. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but they were yeah. still mature. They were still mature, but they were still young to be able to look in the right places and find a lot of the information even though they still haven't gotten to the fucking fact that it's all Jews once again. The coroner's a Jew. The first police officers on the scenes were Jews. The fucking community was a Jewish community. The victims were Jewish. I mean, every fucking thing. Even the so-called shooter that never shot anybody was a fucking Jew that didn't even exist. Adam Lanza. They can't prove that Adam Lanza ever existed. Supposedly he was in this high school, but they got no pictures of him. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, his family were Jews. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The whole fucking thing is a fucking Jew-spiracy again. But guess what? The young people picked up on Sandy Hook, but guess what? They can't fucking make the goddamn Jew leap, even though everyone is a Jew. That the Facebook pages for Victoria Soto and the other Jews were Jews. And they had the Facebook pages before the event even happened to rake in your money. You know what I mean? After you tug on their heartstrings. This is all Jew operation, Jew tactics, and guess what? They can't figure that out yet. Remember what I said? The hardest shit is this Jew shit. I yeah. mean, it's it's the hardest thing to figure out, man. It's because they're in a cult. You know what I mean? They, they're, they're not used to living in the knowing. They don't have any logic underneath their belt. They don't know how to think
1: in the world.
3: I mean, as crazy as that sounds, I'm surprised that a lot of people that can't think But there's a lot of people who are coming along, and even though, yes, they still haven't gotten to the June level yet, or they haven't even gotten to the moon landing shit yet, or even Mm -hmm. something very important, the HIV, I think that's one of the the biggest things on the planet because that's all about extermination. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And, um, you know, they, they still haven't got that. They're coming around to the HIV You know what I mean? More and more people coming around to the HIV. More and more people were getting, you know, you see that more and more people are waking up to the Jew. But still, when we look at some of these researchers, like, where are they at? They're so on this and on that. Well, how come you can't figure out when you do your your investigation? that yeah, that person's a Jew. That person's a Jew. That person's a Jew. I mean, why is that so fucking hard? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? But but think about their programming. Think about, you know, their favorite comic book or their X-Men, and Magneto. Oh, my God, Magneto's parents and the Nazis did that to her. You know what I mean? This is all fucking conditioning from the time you're a little kid and the video games, everything. And like I said, it's much bombardment that happens to them unsuspectingly, even when they watch the videos and the, and the games that say, ooh, Illuminati, and they think they're aware, that's all conditioning to a false Illuminati because there is no Illuminati. It's Jews. You see what I'm saying? And so they, they, it's all conditioning. It's all programming. I mean, you know, there's people running around right now talking about jay Z's and the Illuminati, Rihanna's in the Illuminati, and, they, and just because you got a bafflement fucking T-shirt on or just because you've got a baphomet ring on, that don't mean fuck all of anything, except you think that now you Any, know. Yeah. Anyone can wear
2: that, though. It's like, oh, Jason, he made a fucking triangle with his hand, or, oh, you know, Rihanna made a fucking triangle with his hand. Dude, I can do that. Your mom can do that. Anyone can do that. It doesn't mean...
3: And guess what? If anyone does that, that's a star... Guess what that means?
0: You're part of the cult. You're part of the. the
3: they're in the Illuminati, supposedly. You see what I'm saying? But then you got to ask your, yourself some things. Do you actually think them motherfuckers would be in, in? They're little. They're little fucking puppet musicians that they control, and they're they're controlled by Jew industries because the Jews control the music industry, the fucking sports industry. Fucking Hollywood, the news, the fucking banks, the insurance, the fucking properties. I mean, the motherfuckers, that's who owns Harlem, fucking Jews. But yet black people are the fucking tenants. You feel me? So so the point is, is that uh, it's these fucking Jews. Why is that so hard to get? Except it's because of your fucking programming. But like I said, people are breaking through. And that's what you should be amazed at, is that for all the shit they go through in video games and fucking comic books and even into adulthood and on into church because the churches are Zionists and everything is reinforcing that, that the Jews are chosen. The Jews like don't ever do anything. Talk about your own kind. Talk about your native Puerto Ricans. Talk about your fellow Americans. Talk about blacks. Talk about Mexicans. Talk about Arabs. Talk about Chinese and you don't want to buy their goods. But if you say, look, I don't want to deal with fucking Jews sucking on us like a tick with their Federal Reserve. Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. What do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? What's wrong with you? What, you know what I'm saying? This kind of fucking yeah. brainwashing that's happened to these people. And uh, their, their programming takes
2: into effect. Their knee jerking reaction overrides their reason.
3: And, you know, another
2: thing you not- I noticed is that when you talk about anyone, like you said, if you say that the Gestapo were right, the evil, you know, fucking secret police shit that was run by, you know, the last year, so or sort of the evil Nazi. If you say it was run by Germans, you don't get slapped in the wrist. And I, I, in fact, I think some might eat it crazy because you're learning the history and, you know, you know you're know, learning the history, they're not repeating it, and, you know, that type of, you know, kosher shit. But as soon as you say the Cheka, you know, the fucking, you know, the counter-revolutionary genocidal police program... If you say that was run by Bolshevik Jews, people are like, oh, my God, how can you say that? No, 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 you're Jews. Are you're a guy, somebody, what? You, you, you get a, billion, a barrage of, you know, you have to make a billion excuses, a billion apologies, and all sorts of bullshit that you didn't have to say when you said the Gestapo was run by Germans. You didn't have people. People will not come at you and say, are you anti-German or do you dislike German people when you say the Gestapo was run by Germans? But if you
4: say you don't get that when
2: you say you know, like what okay. I said, now hold on. You 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 don't get the billions of excuses you get you have to put up and point out the fucking Jews ran the tech and how they murdered, you know, millions of Russians. So uh, say well that, not only
3: that, well, think about this. They say things these fucking brainwashed people, unfortunately, they're victims for the most part, but you gotta have some personal responsibility too. So it's not all like oh yeah. I'm a victim. But the thing is this, for as much as they talk about you're a hater, even though you're just trying to say something truthful, look at who really projects hate. Who's really projecting the hate here? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because anything you say, usually in in mainstream society, if you say anything that therefore that somehow that they might have possibly possibly been lied to about that portion of history. You could tell them something else like, yo, Abraham Lincoln, he really wasn't about to free no slaves. That's just bullshit. And that's, you know, that will be accepted and, and, and accepted to go see if it's true. But if you say, hey, look, this aspect of history, let me tell you X, Y, Z, all of a sudden the mainstream will project hate because they've been told that, oh, my God, Nazi, the worst thing ever that ever walked the planet you yeah. see it just that uh, the the immediate response is evil like i'm facing evil right now they've done such a good job but it's but it's breaking down so well that's why you see black pastors defending history, hitler that's why you see black nazis that's why you see a lot of things going on even that's why you're seeing more anti-zionism these people that are so-called anti-zionism i got news for anti-zionists you keep complaining with this thing, you're going to be exactly where we are because you're going to see the truth if you really are
0: serious. I mean, that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, just the comment,
2: outside the fucking, you know, Holocaust Memorial at fucking San Juan, dude. I love how they sugarcoat it and said, oh, learning about the Holocaust is the greatest weapon, you know, to fight against evil, the democracy, and freedom, and all that bullshit. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know what I found interesting about it? They had a plaque with a timeline, and the timeline edited, not in, you know, when the war ended, but 1948 with the establishment of Israel. You can, I can make a fucking memorial to how ever since Israel was established, the fucking Palestinians were being ethnically fighting. And how they were being genocided? Yeah, of course they're put under the rug. And not just that. Or how you know how the German people, the Russians and Ukrainians, and other European Gentiles were basically being butchered during World War Two, and we have to cry a fucking river for all these all these Jews. When so when dude, it's like it's like let me find the fucking quote here from Alexander Solzhenitsyn. and even wrote. Well, comment about us. Let me find it here. I think it's really telling me to find it here. Did he
3: talk about the Jews?
2: Yeah. I mean, at least one comment or quote. Let me see here. We cannot state that all Jews are Bolsheviks, but without Jews there would never have been Bolshevism. For a Jew, nothing is more insulting than the truth. The blood-maddened Jewish terrorists that murdered 66 million in Russia from 1918 to 17,
1: 1956, that's 11 times the fucking,
2: you know, Jews that died under their hat, uh, Hitler supposedly. And then you don't get fucking Steven Spielberg to make a movie out of that. You don't get a fucking, you get some books, but they're not like mandatory to read. You don't get a movie at your school, right, talking about Bolshevism and the gulag system. And you don't get that much talked about in the fucking media or the TV movies. It's like something you have to find out for yourself. It's not something that, you know, the fucking local news channel talked to you about. Because they were so busy talking about the Nazis, how they were trying to gas those foreign dudes. You might as well tell me about how they fucking made a factory you know, of front their head while you're at it. It just got <laughs> to be sick.
3: I will tell you a trend that I've seen amongst some young people, and that is they get to a point where they don't believe anything is real. Like they want things proven to them, but they don't know how to have it proven to them because they have nothing to go on. They have no way of thinking correctly, but they do. They they have some kind of logical thinking, but you know, there's these uh these there's these uh, fugazi intellectuals. These people that are like halfways, or even might be full-ways, but they're more about deceiving than reality and truth. They're, they're, they they yeah. use whatever. Intellect they have to try to deceive and cover a story, and that takes work and that takes evil. You got to be truly evil to do that because it's not easy to try to intellectually be evil. I mean, you'd have to be inherently evil to do it because how you know you'd have first of all you'd have to have a thought process that could do that for you. You'd have to have worked on that. So I would I would say that. uh, you know that there are different levels. I mean, some of the most intelligent people on the planet, for whatever reason, are evil. I mean, those are the radio state. Those are the radio shows I'm going to have in the future. You know, I want to interview real Satanists, supposedly, and I, and I got some questions for you. I, I have some questions for you. You know, there's gonna it's going to be at every level. I mean, it will be at the psychiatric level. You know what I mean? i mean i i'm a, I'll go deep with these people, see where see what's really what's in there, see what's going on like where what you know what drives them because you would think that if you're intelligent, how could you be so stupid to be for lucifer i mean that that's you know, but they do have people on the planet that like to be beat, that like to be abused, that like to be degraded, they like to be tortured, you know what i mean they like they they, they they're debaucherous, they're evil. I mean they they exist, you know they are yeah. they exist, you know for what reason, who knows, but they're out there, mhm,
4: whether
2: you like them or not, unfortunately, <laughs> and I just said uh you gotta like you gotta take it so it's kind of like one of those things that you have to learn with though that there's all sorts of different people that you can't control.
3: Well, I don't know who the leading Satanist is. I know there's a guy named Boyd, someone that, you know, supposedly he's, you know. I've read up on a couple of these people, and they say something that seems intelligent to some degree, um, but they don't really say anything of anything that reveals, like, what the fuck is going on here. Like they talk about when people ask them questions, they they give their philosophical responses. But but really, uh, I've never seen a you know like a like a real um, anyone ever take them on. They just you know they just let them say their piece and you know ask them some old weak questions on TV. You know I've never seen anything. I'm not saying they haven't. I've just never seen it. I haven't done a real. A real research, you know, but I do want to, you know, the the real research. How you, how, you know, that's how you that's how you save a lot of horseshit, and that's what I've done a lot of my life too. Let me tell you, let me tell you another thing that that I that I've done, and I will still do, and, and I'm encouraging others to do. When you're watching television shows or whatever, and they're interviewing some guy on the History Channel, and they say, "So and so from so and so," you know, it says this guy's name was James Wyatt. And he was talking about how no one had ever confronted him about the laser laser that measures the distance between the earth and the moon and that the moon is going farther and farther away from the fucking earth. And so he said, oh, no one has ever, you know, no one had ever have, you know, basically he was saying it like no one has ever had the audacity to ever be so dumb as to ask me about You know, this because it's proven. Well, guess what? I had the audacity, and his name was James Wyatt. He was in Austin, Texas, and guess what? That's what I did. I Googled that motherfucking, well, I'm not googled it. I 411. I called information on Landline. I said, 411, give me the number to James Wyatt, Austin, Texas. I got a hold of that motherfucker, right? And after I got a hold of him, um, He, he he called me back like two weeks later because I left a a, uh, a message on his answering machine. The motherfucker actually called me back two weeks later. And when he called me, I said, what's all this stuff about this laser, this, that, and the bird? And, you know, well, guess what? The man told me, I said, I said I'm going to come to Austin, Texas, and I want you to prove to me that this laser can do that. And you know what the man ended up telling me right on the, te- on the, on the telephone? He said, um, he can't. He can't prove that to me. Not because he wouldn't or couldn't, because he wouldn't be allowed, but because he could not. He could not establish that this shit was reality. And and not and not only that, after James Wyatt had called me, he called he called me back again <laughs> after, we, after we had had that discussion, and I had asked him a couple of things because at some point he had asked me a couple of questions or said a couple of things, and then. Somehow it gave me the suspicion that he was a Mason
1: and I asked Mm -hmm. him
3: and um, we got into that. So I think what happened when I asked him certain questions, because, you know, when I'm talking on the, on the line, you know, you're not talking to a lunatic, you know, you're talking to someone who knows what the fuck is going on or suspects and is, is, you know, it's at that level. So what happened? This man called me back. Like, I don't know if it was two weeks later again, he called me back. I didn't call him or nothing. He just called me back and had some more questions about the moon landing, asked, him, asked me about, because this was all about a History Channel special, and it was and it was some evil shit too, because if you never looked at the other side of the story, they told you what the other side thought, so you don't have to bother about what they're going to tell you, because let us tell you what they think, right? And so they tell you what the other side says, and then they then they disprove weak versions of the other side, and like you're like, oh, is that what they think? Random people, oh, I know I can see why they think that, but yeah, now I can see how they they were just so dumb to fall for that because now I've seen what really happened. You know, that's how the whole program. It was some sinister shit, brother. I mean, it was some very slick shit. And yeah. So, and so, yeah. So so therefore, then I went and um. Called up to James Wyatt, right, and and then he called me back. We talked about the moon landing. It was a it was a kind of friendly, you know, but still like what the fuck are you doing around our conversation, you know, you know. It was no doubt that that's. I'm still wondering what the fuck's going on. Why why are you um doing all that? Well, guess what? I gave him some information about all the different parts of the moon landing, you know, all the different facets of why this is bullshit. And I think the reason why he called me back the second time is because the first conversation was like that too. And the man probably went and looked into some shit and said like, holy fuck. Because right after that, think about what happened right after that. Because James Wyatt, because I've seen, I seen um, footage of that same um, place out there in Austin, Texas. There's this observatory out there. I think it's Fort something or other it was called. And um, it was an observatory. Mm -hmm. And now James White is not out there, but they got these guys that look like some old 1980s, 90s CIA agents with the thick fucking mustache. Look nothing like a fucking nerd that would be playing around with fucking telescopes. So it's a pile of horse shit going on out there. Mm
0: -hmm. So my point is this. You see some shit on TV and you want to get to the bottom of it or you see something interesting that you heard that you
3: want more information on. You see the news story on the news channel and you want to know more and get more details, call up the news station, ask for that reporter. They'll put you in touch with the reporter or to the voicemail. And same thing. You heard somebody being interviewed, you know. You, you heard someone being interviewed, Mm-hmm. you know or, or if you know someone's name if you basically if you know someone's name like say Ralph Renee and he lives in New Jersey you could do a statewide search of New Jersey for Ralph Renee and then if his number is available and not private then you'll have his number and then voila you can call and whatever question i mean same thing with Anthony Hilder back in the day when i was uh, going hard on some other shit Man, I had Anthony Hilder, Jordan Maxwell, Alex Jones. I had Alex Jones' cell phone. I had old Mike. What's his name? His old little fucking. Bu- I had everybody's fucking number from all over. And sometimes, you know, um, you could share. You could swap numbers with people. You know, and you just keep on building your database of fucking all these these uh, people's numbers. And I still do. I still do have some numbers still. I mean, that's how I was able to get a hold of Anthony J Hilder. Yeah. Yes. I mean, these people are not hard to get a hold of.
4: Dude, I actually,
2: I actually have Jam's number.
3: Yeah, his home phone number.
2: Yeah, I have it because he, he told, he gave me his number and his email. I'm about to contact him. Oh man. Uh,
3: yeah.
2: If he <laughs> gave that,
3: to, if if Jam gave that to you, let me tell you this about him, being the profiler that I am. If Jam gave that to you, I think that he thought that he had a real. Naive and moldable guy on his hands, and that he was going to, um, you know, con. Per- yeah, I'm pretty sure at some level he was going to get you involved with something. I don't know what it is. I'm not saying ne- nefarious, like you know, something other, you know, something that's going to put some money in his pocket, like get you signed up with, uh, you know, James some James fucking. Be- off, on huh? What was it? You said he was. You did tell me he was going to sign you up with something, didn't you?
2: Yeah, he said he asked me if I heard about Teamspeak, and he told me uh, he wanted to get my Facebook, and I, I I didn't want to do that because I didn't want to him to get really into my Facebook because I didn't want him getting my personal. <laughs> to be honest, because I I heard your videos on it, and I was like very wary of what Channel was telling me, so I was trying to be you know calm when I called him. But yeah,
3: he was well, trying to get
4: all the in Teamspeak.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, did you did you see the video? I mean, this. Yeah. Think about think about this. Think think about this right here, and that's why I'm telling you, I would like to have someone that could do the work, because the shit will look as best it would shit on Alex Jones and a lot of people if I had the right individuals, the right team put together. Like for instance, if you look at the the video I produced. On Jam, the one where I showed that he was at the same, um, the same facility, basically the same grounds where the Hutari, this Jew ran organization. It was a Jew ran. I mean, I've got a video on that where it was a Jew ran organization, right? Where, when I say Jew ran organization, on its main website, and they took it down, they had a Jewish Star of David but then they took it down where, you know, sometimes when the picture used to be there, but now there's just this box with an X and the picture is no longer there. Well, you know, it shows that the picture was a a Star of David, but they took it away, right? So now you you have this organization where there's an FBI agent that is trying to get these people, he's trying to instigate them to do something or say something to where he can say, aha, I got a group, see, here they are. And so he did that, right? And he got he got these halfway semi retarded looking, you know, country bumpkin schmucks all together. And now, you know, they, you know, oh yeah, we arrested this group. See, there's a group in the country. They're the Hataris, and they were talking about they were going to hurt state police and stuff, and shoot state police. And so, and so, therefore, um, you know, they, you know, they got all fucking hemmed up. And the yeah. FBI guy was the one that was instigating them and come to find out that one of the guys that was in the group, aha, he was an FBI agent. But, but And then here's what else. That same place where they hemmed the Hattari group up and were taking it, them out there to do all their shit is the same place where Jam had had a bunch of people. I don't know who they were, but they. Training? You know, they, yeah, they, he had these bunch of people that he was out there. You know, training. And back then, he used to he used to tell people, "Yeah, you're you're holding you're holding signs. You're not out here learning how to shoot guns and get ready, because we're going to have to there's it's going to have to get bloody before anything is done." And all this kind we're gonna, of shit. We are, we so, need a
2: revolution, man.
3: Yeah. So so now he he's doing all this kind of stuff, and and so you know, guess what? He's doing the same kind of stuff that the FBI had just jammed the group up with, and he's doing it at the same place where the FBI and the group was. So tell me this, what's going on here, and isn't this kind of suspect? And then you have Mike Delaney and the rest of them, and then here's, here's a guy that you might not know about. Did you ever hear my interview that I did with, with ProThink?
2: Yeah, I did hear the interview. Okay,
3: okay. Well, one of the guys on there was named Quest. He was a guy who was in, Arizona, he was in Nevada because of murder. So he's supposed to be in jail for murder, but he's not in jail for murder. Where's he at? He's on the motherfucking street um, hanging out with Mike Delaney. And see, no one, okay, there should be, there should be a post at ProThink. Where's Quest at? Because where is Quest? Because Quest is nowhere to be found. He was known as Quest. I can't remember what his full name is off the top of my head. Something, Kaplan or something like that. But if you want to find out more about him, just go and just type Joe Blow Exposed into YouTube, and it will probably, it should maybe take you to a video. Um, and and the channel should be called, I think, Solid, Swar- Solid Swarm, maybe. Um but anyway, on there, you, you know, there's this guy named Quest that's hanging out with Mike Delaney. They're going everywhere. And now all of a sudden, people were accusing um, him of being a Jew because he looks like one, and also that his last name is one, Kaplan. But he was saying, no, my name isn't Kaplan. It's Kaplan. It's different than Kaplan. I mean, get the fuck out of here. So so anyway, the, the, the bottom line is... Um, he disappeared. Where'd he go to? So you don't, you probably never heard about him, have you? Mm-hmm. Huh? Have you heard about Quest?
2: No. I only heard okay. him in that interview. Uh, yeah, no, wait, the
3: name is, the name of Bell to me. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, you should go back and look at the Joe Blow exposed video. I think that should be the name of it or something like that. Maybe, um, Yeah, maybe. I'll send you the link later on. I'll send you the link later on. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of shit going on in the world, homie. Yeah. Yeah. Hey,
2: I have a question for you. Why is your radio show, why did you decide to call your radio show Iconoclast Radio? I actually looked up the definition of the word, and uh, iconoclast from what I could gather is someone who smashes a religious figure or authority or, you know, kind of like smashes a religious um, idol, and I was thinking how you talk about about cults and you talk about how beliefs and you want to be about someone who's... Someone about the knowing something you can prove something you can verify instead of something that's just like, well you just have to have faith for faith in blindly. So there's something
3: there's something called knowing out here, mm-hmm. knowing that you're not going to step in front of a car going 55 miles an hour,
4: yeah. knowing <laughs> that you're
3: not going to pour gasoline on yourself and strike a match.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, you see, there's things that you know. But see, there's things that people don't know. Like they have a lot of religious beliefs of all different kinds. That's one type of belief, but it's not all about religion. And iconoclast is not just about smashing down beliefs. It's about tearing down traditional or cherished things that are based in falsehood, superstitions, not reality, shit of that nature. Like it's not about oh, you know, a kind of class, they're against religions or anything like that. Religion is a belief, but then so is, you know, certain nutritional things. Like at one point of our life, we thought that eating wheat was supposed to be healthy and good for you. Come to find out it's bad for you. It's really bad for you. You know, there's a lot of, there's different things that you find out that you believed before because you just took it upon, because you heard it so many times, HIV causes AIDS. There's something called HIV. You know, eat whole wheat. It's supposed to be good for you, and you just hear these things. And so, and someone said it, like, "Wow, it's real." They they must know what they're talking about, but really, nothing. And so, therefore, that's the difference between believing and knowing. You know, and if you're a not just an iconoclast, that's one thing. You know, that's a, that's a great name for the radio station because, or the radio show because that's just. Uh, what it is. I mean, that's what it's doing. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the bottom line about it. And it is, and it is the baddest name for, for a radio show. I think as far as what else, what else you want to do radio doing? Do you want to do radio um, promoting beliefs and causing more confusion? Because that's what happens with beliefs. There's a lot of confusions. And when you have beliefs and you have other beliefs and you want to mix them in. That's where you have different religions. That's why you have Baptist. That's why you have Southern Baptist. That's why you have Pentecostal. That's why you have Lutheran. That's why you have non-denominational. You have all these different kinds of so-called Christians, because you know what, I'm going to believe in this too, or you know what, I don't believe in that part, but I believe in this too, and rapture, no, I don't believe the rapture, or this and that, like all these different things that you choose or not to choose to believe, or you might be like a Christian and say, guess what, I, I take the Christian religion and I'm going to mix it with a little bit of Masonic order rituals, and I'm going to call it. Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Mormon Church and start a whole nother religion off of another set of beliefs and see it's all about beliefs. It's all about more beliefs, you know? Or maybe you want to go to Catholic version and you want to have a different type of Bible with other books in the Bible than the regular King James version of the Bible. And maybe you want to also say that the biscuit is the body of Christ and that that stuff I'm drinking is going to be the blood of Christ and I'm going to add those rituals into my belief of this and then belief 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 and so therefore just more and more on top of more confusion or how about this how about this we all can't get together if you believe this but I believe this And this other person believes this over here we're never going to get together on anything but you know what we can get together on we can get together on the hardcore reality we can all agree to that if we all deal in reality we can all Unify in reality, but if you want to believe that, and I believe this, and he believes that over there, and this one believes UFOs, and that one believes reptile people, and this one over here, just fucking horseshit, man. That's the bottom line. Beliefs, it's horseshit. Yeah. Another great, another great thing about beliefs and not believing but knowing is if your foundation. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, your foundation was based on the fact that you thought wheat was bread or wheat was healthy for you and that whole grain wheat this and all this shit. Or you thought that whatever it was that they told you was completely healthy for you. It really wasn't healthy for you. But you based it on the fact that your that that was what your foundations in life was. And your foundations with life was bullshit. It was horseshit, and now they wash away with the, you know, shifting sands. But if you're dealing in the reality of what you know, which is an ongoing process, because you have to navigate in a world of not knowing. But there's nothing better to do than to know or not know. If you know now, each block, if if your foundation and each block. Is built with something that is knowing your foundation is solid and will never be shifted by anything that's coming forward in life and you will be able to avoid and be able to avoid different things in life so now if you don't and you're ignorant guess what they can walk you into the gas chamber because you are so dumb to think that guess what I'm I'm going to do this or whatever. And then I, I thought everything was good because that's what I was, I was told, like that's reality. And I walk right in that, but that wasn't reality. You see?
4: And mm-hmm. so that's yeah.
3: why, that's why knowing is so important and, and believing is something that you have to get out of your life. And when we say believe, We don't have to believe. Think about this. People tell you that you need to believe in God. If you need to believe in God, there is no God, right? But there is a creator. So you can't say God. You can't walk around and say God this, God that, because everyone has their own version and good. They can't describe God because God can't be describable. But they do try to tell you God has a chosen people. God gets angry about this. God will curse you if you touch His chosen people. Whatever they got, all these things that they tell you that God said, God, we have no proof of that that God said any of that. But one thing we should know is that you cannot really call Him God. You say Creator. God, when you say God, everyone has this idea of what you what they got. They're thinking about. You say Creator. It's more simple. Okay. You start saying God, they start thinking all the shit that came with what they brought up about who God was. And everybody got a little bit different version of a God. But if you say creator, the one who really created this universe or what we have now on planet earth, which by the way, I say creator, but, but in reality, I don't really think that there was ever any beginning of a creation. We have always been here. And the reason why, this makes perfect sense is because there is no such thing as getting rid of something. You cannot make something disappear. It don't happen. You cannot get, like if you have, if you have a steel ball, you're not going to make it disappear. Let's say you have a cracker. You're not going to make that cracker disappear. That cracker is never going to not be in existence. It might turn into different elements and chemicals, but that cracker is never going to be what is considered nothing, non-ever in existence or not in existence. That will never happen. Nothing on earth can ever not be in existence. So now when you understand that, how can you ever put something into existence that if you're going to start from nothingness, meaning you have nothing to work with to build anything. So therefore, there is no beginning. Just like they say, what came first, the chicken or the egg? There was no beginning. We don't understand the whole of creation right now. So think about this. We cannot... Understand, we're still trying to understand the creation. So, how are we, if we can't understand the creation, we definitely ain't ready to assess and tell somebody about the creator because we can't even, you know, address his creation. So, when people tell you all about this and all about that, and God wants you to do this and God wants you to do that, I think that what we need to do is be individuals. Who we are, and for whatever reasons, I think we all have made a choice. we all get to make a choice who we are in this world. You know what I mean we all get a get a opportunity to make a choice of who you're gonna be um but you know I'm not really i can't say with one hundred that that's exactly how it is, but I mean that's what that's what's making more sense right now
4: mhm. But, um, yeah,
3: it's all all about the knowing. There's nothing more important than the knowing. I mean, think about this. The more of knowing, think about this. If you were all-knowing, how about that?
0: Yeah, how about that? Strive for all-knowing. Because the more you know, the more effective you can be
3: as a human being I mean everything 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 knowing is so important to everything hey think about this let me tell you another reason why knowing is so important if you go to my solid swarm which is hard to get to guess what my solid swarm page is so dangerous that usually countries don't you don't get the the message that this this channel has been blocked in your country guess what my channel is in is in America and yet they say it's too it's um it's too it's been blocked in your country you know why it's been blocked in your country because they can't fuck with this mind that's why and I and it's very effective and see one of the things on there now you can still get to the videos you can still get to the videos on the channel, but you just can't get to the channel to get a list of all the videos right before you. you got to just kind of jump back and forth and try to fish around by finding each one, and then, you know, one other one will pop up that you might not have seen before on the side or whatever. But um, the thing is, there's another re- reason why knowing is so important, because on my Solid Swarm channel, I have... A Dr. Bruce Lipton and Dr. Bruce Lipton has also became a sellout also because he's went from pushing truth to pushing a religion because see when people see the light sometimes then they see the light but then they want to be once again a motherfucking cult member and look for a savior and someone to follow instead of motherfucking doing and and to me I think it's something genetic, I think that somehow there's there's it has to be genetic because I don't know why i think it i I think that it's not fully genetics. I think these people have been programmed very well, but they're breaking out of their program programming slowly you know um so it's I think that there's definitely they have a lot of ability, but I think that the levels of programming i mean some of us I got to keep in consideration too that not everybody is going to be the intelligence. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, there's plenty of things that people can do that I can't do, you know? So therefore just because someone else can't do them or can't see like, wow, why can't that person see this or what the fuck? I mean, boom, like, you know, I got to keep in consideration, uh, taking the consideration that people just can't, you know, just can't do it just because, you can see this, you would say, "Wow, why can't they do this? But but it's very important. Bruce Lipton, he has his first lecture he ever did is the only one that's any fucking good. Listen to Mm -hmm. me. His first one that he ever did, which was called Science and Something Something, and it was a lecture that he did for some people that were um, chiropractors and the, and the chiropractors that were the ones that brought him on, well, now the motherfucker, people found out about him, and wow, Bruce Lipton, and now everything has turned into a fucking religion, some new age kind of horseshit, And now the main key thing that is the most important, and by the way, I called him too, and guess what? No answers, because you know what? They're not real. The money has become, he's now become power, he's now become a fucking religious figure, and now that's more important. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's he's become a controlling factor. He's become a controlling factor to this important information that I'm going to tell you, and that is if you go back and look at his first lecture. In there, he proves that the cells of your body respond to what it perceives, what it senses, what. Your five senses are, you're you're seeing, you're you're smelling, your senses of what your mind is bringing in, the the view of the world, everything that you're bringing in through your senses, that information is relayed to your cells and your cells respond accordingly. So if you're getting in horseshit information and you're living in the belief and you're not living in the know, do you know how damaging that is to your body? (laughs) You understand? So this, there's so many reasons why knowing is so important. And knowing is just one factor. Knowing is not the whole factor. Knowing is important, but, you know, it's part of one's spirituality too. You know, the more you know, you if you could be knowing and use your knowledge for evil, you see, and there's people that do that, and most of the weakest Sell out the ones with the weakest genes, the weakest of of the race are the first one the the weakest of the human race are the first ones to do that they're weak they're genetically inferior mm-hmm. and so and so um you know this is this is just another reason why knowing is so important, and this is one of the secrets that you need to go and see that and you can find that. And matter of fact, you might be able to find it by just typing into YouTube. They are not telling you the truth about your DNA. And YouTube or something to that effect will bring that up. You'll know which, which one it is because you'll see Solid Swarm as the channel or maybe Iconoclast as the channel. But that's how you're gonna know you're onto the right video. And then you watch that video and understand the importance of the information coming into
0: your cells from its senses. Yeah. That's why you got to avoid the Illuminati dumb shit and be able to <laughs> think
3: through these things. You know, a lot of people think that Beyonce and Jay-Z's and the Illuminati. Ask yourself, do you really think they are? Would they sell their soul to the devil, even though that's not what the Illuminati really is? But let's say evil, whatever you think it is. I mean, would they sell their soul to the devil? I think so. They wouldn't have no problem doing that. But to think that they are in the Illuminati as accepted as a member, if, if the Illuminati was a real organization, yes, the, the Illuminati was a real organization that was founded by a Jew, but, to say that it 's really in existence right now, and it's running things, well, if you want to call the Illuminati the Jews, or how about this? the Jesuits the Jews, what most people don 't know is most Jesuits are jews there you know there's a website, and I had it on my old my old site is the all of the Jesuit Jews matter of fact, I have Tons of ebooks. I have historical books. I have books dated back hundreds of years, and I've I've got books that are on the Jesuit Jews. Adam Adam Whitehop was a Jesuit Jew. Supposedly he was defrocked. Supposedly they kicked him out of the church. Supposedly which is which is possible you know maybe he tried to start this this order on his own like joseph smith did that's why joseph smith was supposed to be killed because he used his he was a member of the masonic order but then he took the secrets and the handshakes and the rituals and he brought them and made his own religion and his own cult out of it and so therefore they say that because he revealed the secrets of masonry that they went ahead and off his ass. But here's another thing that most people don't know that I know that the, but to think about this in the, in the beginning of the book of Mormons, mm-hmm. they have what is called, I think the three witnesses and the eight witnesses. So to verify that this is a real book, they have these people to say, yeah, I was there. I saw that boy. Oh, yep. Yep. This is a real book. This is not a fake forgery. This book is real. So when you read what you're about to read, it's real. So so basically they have some shit like that in the very beginning where they have the eight and the three witnesses that are gonna verify as witnesses that therefore I verify as a witness that this is true. But the thing is, here's another thing. One of one of the guys who was a witness just so happened to be a guy who had the fucking printing press that said, Yep, Charlie, we're gonna use my printing press and we're gonna pump these fucking things out Okay, you need a printing press to get this motherfucking cash machine going? This fucking ATM. Okay, Charlie, you. I'm on board. I got the. I got the fucking printing press. The print books. Let's do this. And so, um, so he's on. He and you know what? We're, okay, we're going to need you to stand in as witness to That you know that you verified that all this is real. Yep, it's all real. So go ahead and use my printing presses because we're going to make millions. And now uh, look at the fucking church now. And look at look at the, the the
0: the the buildings. These fucking they just look evil. I mean, who builds buildings like that? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I, was just make, I was just making a few points.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, brother. Hey, yeah, I, I have a. I'm sorry to interrupt you again,
2: but I have a question, though. You you say you know that knowing is you know. More important than belief. I have a question. What would you call some, uh, what would you say to people that say, well, you know, I like, you know, believe in, you know, the facts or what I can prove? And
1: knowing, I mean,
2: knowing something is one thing, but, you know, accepting and appreciating it is something else. Like, I know that, you know, that the fucking, let's say, for example, I know a lot of stuff about, you know, uh, let's say, um, Let's say I know about, the let's say, you know, slavery. That doesn't I mean I, you know, agree with it. I know it does a lot of bad things, uh, you know, it, it dehumanizes people. I know about genocide. I know about the fucking, I know about, um, you know, I know about lying. I know about cheating. I know how how to manipulate. But, you know, that doesn't mean I believe in it in a sense where, I, yes, I accept it and I would embrace and practice. Now, as far as, you know, knowing something, like knowing something that's fact and accepting it and embracing it, I can get. And if it's knowing in the sense of, you know, what I can prove, what I can tell, what I can know at least for certainty that, yes, this is a fact. This is not a, you know, an assumption. This is not a theory. It's not a an, uh, uh, a uh, a Believe based on assumptions. This is something I can prove. So my question, my main question is this. What would you have to say? If what, What's your response to people that say, well, I believe in what I know or I believe what I can prove? What's your response to people? What's your response to that? Mm-hmm.
3: Say that one more time.
2: What would you have to What would be your response to someone who would say, well, I believe in what I know or I believe in what I can do. And knowing is not necessarily, you know, knowing in the sense, I can know something, but I may not even believe. I believe,
0: believe, I mean, (laughs) uh, that would be
3: an oxymoron statement, I guess would be the first thing I would say regarding that because I believe in what I can prove. You understand what I'm saying there? Do you see what I'm saying? There's a difference between believing something.
4: Proving
3: something means that this is reality, that it's been proven. But believing is the mental act. It's a mental Mm -hmm. act or habit of placing trust or confidence in another meaning just trusting that what they are telling you is the truth, not having any verifiable factual way that or anything that establishes that what you're hearing is really true, but saying that I trust that what David Icke has just told me is you know, I believe that. And to say I believe Um, and what I can prove are two different things. I mean, proof is knowing. Proof is reality. It's been established
0: that this is reality. The mental acceptance, the conviction of the validity
3: of something, like you are so convinced that this is real. Like, say, for instance, history books, Bibles, Qurans. Like, people say they believe it, but they don't care what reality is. I believe it. Nope, I believe it. Nope,
0: that's what that means. That's what that means. <laughs> Knowing is something different.
3: It's true beyond any doubt. There is no doubt
0: whether this is reality or not. There is no doubt. That's knowing. There is no doubt.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: To have understanding of, as
3: through experience. Experience. See, for instance, if you read Mein Kampf, Adolf Hitler can tell you about the Jew and tell you what you can expect from him. But you're, going, you're not going to know that's true until you experience it and have the experience in life, not just because it happened to you, but watch it happen in life, and then you know it's true. So not everything can just be – sometimes in knowing you've got to have experience. Sometimes experience can come with age, but you can shorten the length of time in learning. By learning from people who have the experience,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and so it's all about the knowing to mm-hmm. grasp in the mind with clarity and certainty that's knowing mm-hmm. that's reality see that's totally different than believing in something.
4: Mm-hmm. Believing
3: is placing or having the, you know, the mental act of placing confidence in what you're hearing. You don't know whether it's true, but you trust that this person would not be so evil as to lie to you. That's what believing is. Believing is not knowing. And see, yeah, that's a good question because most people don't know the difference between believing or knowing. They think that whatever you believe or whatever you think you know, that's just another belief. Why do they think that? Because their whole life interaction with people they've interacted with are people that just believe this or believe that or believe this, and so they don't really know that there's things like knowing, like they know not to go run out in front of a car. They know that, but they haven't consciously established the difference between the fact that there's things to know and their beliefs, because it's a lot easier to believe things and have it already have the beliefs already there on a plate to serve up to you than to have to do the hard work of doing the work of knowing. See, it's a lot easier just to believe this or believe that than to actually establish the knowing,
4: mm-hmm.
3: at least to them. They don't know of... The wonderful payoffs that come with knowing that everything that changes so much with the knowing. So I mean, you know, that's there's there's a difference, and a lot of people don't understand the difference. Believing something believed or accepted is true, you know, like HIV will give you AIDS. Mm -hmm. You know, these things or or nine eleven was done by Al Qaeda. I mean, these are these are things that people believe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and some of them think that this is reality. They think that that's what really happened. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it's, it's a you know it's crazy out here in the world. You know, that's why you have people like Fox News um, giving news to one group, and then you got MSN giving group to another group because everyone has their favorite. Um, flavor of news. Some of them like the liberal news, and they want to hear it the liberal way. And how, yeah, see how our, see how us liberals are right. Yup, yup. I hear what he's saying. See, that's what I'm talking about. See that. See why can't the Republicans get that? And then you got the same shit on the other side. You see what I'm saying? And and they're selling this stuff. And so everyone's in these things thinking that they have a clue about what's really going on and they're just all in confusion. Yes. And that's why Plato, you know, has some kind of uh thing where he talks about these people are looking at themselves, all they're seeing is their shadows. They've never actually seen themselves. Yet they're still looking at their shadows on on the wall of the cave. Well, I can tell you what. You know, I don't know if I'm I'm still looking at my shadows or not, but I know one thing. They're playing with the right one, baby. Get uh yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, mhm. And see, it's it's um, that's what's so good about the the uh, young people and
3: stuff, man. When they've got actual people that they can actually learn from. I'm not saying I got it all, but trust me on this. The things that I can teach everyone, including 70 year olds. Um. It's just, it's uh, it's original. It's original. That's all I can say. You know, I've had a lot of, you know, I've learned just like everyone else along the way. But I've be, I've been able to, I've been able to glean, I've been able to extract more information and present it with what I've gathered in, with what I've gathered in compared to what other people have gathered in. And when I've done that, I've been able to share with my fellow man what I've found and, you know, how important it is, just like what we're talking about. Now, this is, this, is, this is the shit right here, man. Believing versus knowing. Knowing is where it's at, baby. And don't get no... You know, only the weak mind can't deal in the knowing. Understand that, too. Only the weakest genetics. And I'm not saying because they're weak they are not valuable human beings. I mean... They're weak, you know, us strong people need to, you know, make sure and guide them, you know, make sure they go in the right direction, you know. If all they want to do is watch the TV, is good. You know what I mean? Just make sure they don't get in our way of a better world,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody, not everybody is, uh, not everybody's built, not everybody,
3: but they, but see, once again, they play their part, you know they would play their part. And wherever it is, trust me on this, everyone, there's a a part to play, and and it's not a part that you are forced to play. It's the part the person wants to play. You know what I mean? Just because there's people that aren't doing what we're doing doesn't mean that they don't have something to offer. You know, just, just try your best to make sure they're not deceived and, you know, put the warnings out there for them. You know what I mean? Put the warning signs, like warning. Watch out for Scott Roberts. Warning, watch out for John Allen Martinson Jr. Warning, watch out for fucking, you know, these people that are embarrassing, true um, historians, people who are really trying to tell the truth about Nazi Germany and National Socialism and how important it is. And I think we should talk a little bit about National Socialism, too.
4: Yeah.
3: Because I think that what we need to understand is we need a worldwide awakening it almost sounds like a global globalist situation like yeah but it still needs to be nationalized and and i think that will happen anyway think about this it's not it isn't like oh it's something that's going to be globalization because it's still going no. to be individual it's going to be individual and people are going to be playing their their roles in their own particular countries. But I think that one thing that people need to understand with national socialism and the stuff that's coming to the planet, because see national socialism compared to what was working for Adolf Hitler and the German people is not going to be completely the same for many reasons. For instance, national socialism in a country like America, you're never going to have, you know, like we're not going to be able to force out, uh, one race of people or or a few races of people just so we can make room for like, say for instance, a white race or even a black race or any other race, you know, not just saying a white race, but for any race, we're not going to be able to in America say it's only going to be for the blacks or only going to be for the native Americans. It's a little bit too late for that, but that doesn't mean we can't have national socialism. And with that said, even in Germany, they had different, um, tribes, or you know, clans if you will, that were all German, but they were their own white uh people. They weren't all the same. You know what I mean? And um yeah. so, not yeah, just so that, there, dude.
2: I actually saw pictures where Lou was posted, dude, that in German in NS Germany there were schooling black kids with white kids together in the same schools. And not just that they also had black people from the former German colony living in Germany.
3: Yeah, and um, as you pointed out earlier today uh, in that picture that Dennis Weiss put up about how in the 200 and the 100 meter that they had put uh, Jesse Owens in fucking, in what you call it? Stone. Fucking, it looks like marble. Yeah, they put they put it in fucking marble or stone or whatever it was, granite, probably granite, at um, you know, at their at their Olympic memorial, they had Jesse Owens' name in Germany. So like, if they were so evil people, you know, not to mention that it was America that was hanging blacks, it was America that was the racist country. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And and, uh, and uh, anyway, I don't know where we were going with the with the Adolf Hitler. I forgot my main point, but. Uh, yeah, you know, we're gonna make plenty of headway. We're making headway. I mean, look at look at how ex- how um, accepting blacks in America are of the um, the you know the the revisionist information. I mean, that that should tell you something. I mean, when you got black pastors that are that are willing to do that, you know, that that tells you something. When you got people, when you got black men willing to to ride around in a New York City cab, a New York City cab driver, and wear a swastika armband in New York City which the Jews control, you know he's letting them know we are on to you. Yeah. So yeah, that's another person I want to do a, a radio interview with. Um, if possible, if not, if I can't do a radio interview with it, I would definitely like to talk to him regardless, just, um, just some background on, on exactly what's going on.
0: Yeah. Yep. So. But yeah, I think that uh, maybe you should uh, you should get some um,
3: Spanish listeners. Uh, as far as like maybe have a show in Spanish too. Yeah, like, I, I, I actually want to do that. Well, we should go ahead and do that. I mean, especially if you have a, if you have especially if you have a bilingual audience. I mean, you definitely yeah. should do that because you can always have. Uh, english speaking guest if if you can get a bilingual audience um, yeah I mean you could you could always 'cause they could always ask questions you know in Spanish or English according to who your guests are I mean, I wish I could speak Spanish just never uh, yeah just never if i can I used to be able to speak a little bit but you know, I just you know I forgot it. I you know I can remember words here and there sometimes, but you know that's about
2: it. I actually want to reach out to the you know to the people in my country. That's why I want to start speaking Spanish, and not just to Puerto Rico, but just anyone you know in Latin America or even Latin, anyone who who may speak Spanish. I would like to you know put some radio shows, put that information in.
3: Well see that's what okay, I do.
2: I'm that's sorry. To know, I did, but, like I was gonna say, a lot of people from my country, you know, they don't speak English, so I want to reach them directly by speaking Spanish. So
3: Go ahead, face your point. You you know what you know what you would be very valuable at? Is putting what? Spanish subtitles on a lot of these videos. You could be extremely valuable with that right there, and that would that would really do a lot. To, to to share information with people just putting Spanish subtitles on a lot of these videos and making Spanish subtitled videos you could do yeah. that matter of fact matter of fact if you did that you could really really grow as far as your website because Basically, no one is really doing that that I know of. I mean, people do it, but they don't make the mission to do that and just continue doing one after the other and then have the videos on one website. So when you go there, you can find all the videos right there. That would be the shit, you see? And then wherever someone wanted to come, there's only one place to come, baby, because this is where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. See, I'm telling you, like, you know, that would be that would be very that would be an extremely good idea. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, even if you put a donation bar on that thing and and push the button, man, I'm telling you, you fucking rack up some donations on some shit like that. Mhm. Because no one's doing it. Because see, no yeah. one gives a fuck. So guess what? They'll give a fuck if there's a donation figure behind it. But other than that they don't really give a fuck. Only someone that really cares is gonna, you know, find the way to get it done. And uh you know, I'm telling you right now, that right there is the shit. There is no one that's doing it. I mean you find a video here, find a video there, you know what I mean, voila, but like, think about this. Not only could you do your videos, if you find any other video that's already done you can actually embed them on your website and, and put them right at your website, too. I mean, so everything, just boom, one one site. And there's none. I've, I've seen none. I've absolutely seen none, homie. I mean, we need that. We need that now. I mean, that's the shit right there. You know? Yeah. I mean, and and it's not that hard to do. You could easily do that all day long with Camtasia. You could easily do that all day long with Camtasia. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's,
0: it's no big deal. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you can get a crew.
3: Oh, man, if you could, like, establish a crew to do that, oh, my gosh. And guess what? There's no, And guess what? There's nothing that can be done about copyright because it's all about the education of others. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucking heck. And and you're not charging for anything, you got a donation bar, so you know So it ain't like you fucking doing anything. If somebody donates, it's just to keep your website up. It has nothing to do with the motherfucking information on there. You yeah, know this is all important. I mean you don't you don't fucking say that when a teacher's getting paid to teach students. I mean motherfucker, take you know it takes money to get shit done. But but most definitely.
0: Very great idea. Um,
2: I have to say this: my Spanish is not that great. Um, that's because I speak a lot of English and read a lot of English. I mean, I know how to speak it. You know, that here are people how to read books in Spanish and you know, understand Spanish. Is fine, but sometimes when I speak it, I get a little bit of errors here and there with the grammar. But all I have to do is just start reading more Spanish, get a couple of classes. I mean, I don't even need the classes. All I need to do is just get some information to straighten out some errors in my Spanish and then I can just start translating more effectively and just, you know, start getting that information.
3: Well you can also you can like I said, you can you, you can also get other people involved to do it. Yeah know, that's
4: true.
3: I mean you can you can know. Uh, um I mean that's one of the keys also. I mean Steven Spielberg doesn't know how to make the fucking the fucking uh, Yodas and shit in his movies, but he knows somebody that does. And so he goes and he does that. You know what I mean? We just need to find people that are serious about really getting effective. You know what I'm saying? And that's all it is to it. And um, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. I'm I'm uh, I'm ready, man. I got. I'm I'm ready to get that motherfucking website with the fucking the information database. Because I'm telling you, that shit is going to be so hardcore. And so, right there. I mean, if you're a researcher, if you really are a fucking, if you're a trooper, a researcher, a fucking historian, whatever the fuck you are, if you want to know what's really popping on the shit that you didn't get told about or you got lied to about, boom. I mean, right there, bam. And it's and it's there forever, man. I mean, on a on the on the on the particular uh, format, of shit like be totally uh totally fucking. Secure and everything should be good. You know what I mean? I, I'm really, I'm really hyped about it. I just need to get some some money to get this the ball rolling because it's gonna cost money. People want money to to do this shit. To you
0: know, they use their services. I mean, the shit is not free. It's gonna be the shit though. Can't wait. Yeah. Cause I got a whole lot of new ideas.
3: And I'm going to tell you another thing, man. I'm going to tell you another thing how we can get around this, this idea that there's no, um, you know, we don't know how to, we don't know how to get these videos up on a website because your Spanish ain't right. I would say just, um, to find somebody that knows how to do it. I mean, I don't know how poor it is in Puerto Rico or I don't know how poor it is somewhere else where, where someone speaks Spanish. There's some poor country where a where motherfucking, you can get a lot done with a, with a $5 U.S. I mean, shit, if a motherfucker wants $5 to fucking translate a video, shit, I'll give that to him all day long. It would be well worth it in the long run.
0: I mean that's a that's a I think that's a that's a fair price. Yeah. So we've been on this for about three hours now, and my battery. Okay. About okay. Yeah, we can we
3: can, um, we can we can we uh, can shut her down whenever you, you're ready, brother.
2: I'm kind of tired and hungry, so and we covered yeah. a lot.
3: Yeah, I'm tired and hungry too. Yeah, we did cover a lot, but your listeners needed a good um, your listeners needed a good um download backdrop, so they got they got like a fucking they got like it a uh, up to speed little little overview. I mean, there's so much more. I mean, that might sound like a lot, but that was just a little overview. You know, what I mean, there's a lot lot to that, but um, I think that was a good start yeah fucking a so uh, yeah brother we can go ahead and call the reps yeah
2: Yeah. so um, thank you Paul Archer for being on the Wolfsler it's been it's been great having you as a guest and uh, I hope anyone who listens to the Wolfsler roundtable uh, I'm so the story uh, George Garcia you know Andy whatever you want to call me. And uh you know and um great to have uh, a I I guess like you on here. So
3: Well yeah, um, hold on. Let me uh let me say this. If anyone has any questions
2: call comments,
3: or if you have any comments. You no, know, I was gonna say um my email address is American. Underscore lemmings. L E M M I N G S
1: at Yahoo dot com.
3: funny, um, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, American lemmings. But uh if anyone can um you know, you got any questions, if you got any comments, just go ahead and um, contact me if you had any questions about anything that I was talking about, and also um, PayPal. I have a PayPal. It's called uh, Are You a Cult Member at Yahoo.com. That those are words. R A R E U Y O U A Cult member at yahoo.com. One full word, and yeah. you can um, send all donations, which I don't really see any coming th- coming through. But if anyone thought anything was of any value, yes, yeah, send that money because we're trying to do something big over here. And it's going to be something that, you know, really makes a difference in the world, as you can tell. If you couldn't tell from this radio show, I mean, what do I say to you? I mean, it's just it's just that simple. So we're making big, you know, we're doing big things over here. And um, to give you an idea of what we're looking for in the future is a radio network basically, with different shows like The Wolf Slayer and Iconoclast and WorldWise and different shows that can be found at one location along with a website and a information database, meaning a database of information that when you want to know about a subject matter or if you have information you think is important that someone should know about The Satanic network, you know, you know, and it's of some kind of rational, you know, evidence. Well, we're going to have it in there, and if there's anything that could be added to it, it, there can it can be added, you know, and things of this nature. Almost, I wouldn't say a Wikipedia. I wouldn't say just anyone could go and edit into it like that, but we definitely want something similar to that. But it's all about. Not everything about the world, but certain things like, for instance, Jonestown. Did everyone know that Jonestown, that's, the, that's where you get the phrase drinking Kool-Aid, they drunk the Kool-Aid, like, oh, they were stupid enough, they drunk the Kool-Aid. You know, because the Kool-Aid was supposedly laced with cyanide. But the people, the 911 people were actually murdered. And the only ones that, you know, all of them, the babies were killed. And the people who killed the babies actually fed the babies the cyanide were Jewish. And they said that they killed themselves, but brother, I'm almost for certain they're living in fucking Israel. And this is just too crazy right here. Because yeah. all of the all of the Jonestown, the, they see how they do it? They say that the white elite of Jonestown that survived were white. Once again making it look yeah. like Look how the white man took advantage and all those blacks got killed when in actuality these people were fucking Jews. And when you look at the Jonestown documentaries, all of the Jonestown victim or are, are white people are Jews and even the ones who gave Jim Jones the, the money to start the, the um the fucking people's temple were Jews. And their relatives actually came from Germany when, when they were escaping Adolf Hitler, the Hamburgs. Their relatives were Hamburgs. And these are the ones who are behind the fucking people who gave, their relatives are the ones who gave Jim Jones the money. They're next generations. They're, 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 um, they're um, basically um, daughters. They're fucking daughters. Right Now check this out. Also, the people's temple. Did you know that the people's temple was a fucking synagogue that was given to them by the fucking Jews? So the first, the first place where they had their fucking, not the first place, but when they were in San Francisco, this was a fucking synagogue, man. You think the Jews are just going to give a fucking synagogue up for no reason? This is all a fucking Jew-spiracy once again. The Diane yeah. Feinstein's the Diane Feinsteins that had so much to say after Jim Jones, you know, they're still fucking rocking hard up, up at the fucking Capitol. You know what I'm saying? The fucking, yeah. um, just the whole, man, there's just so much. There's just so much. It's unending. If you want real information, if you want to see this fucking juicespiracy, you know what I mean? We need donations. We need money to get websites,
1: networks,
3: um, you know not only that there's going to you know there's going to be some awesome t-shirts awesome hats you know you know there's all, there's going to be some some promotional items i mean there has to be promotional items i mean what you know are you going to give money freely fuck no you know are you, all this hard work all this hard work doing these radio shows uncovering all this information sharing it getting it up the work of building and, and getting information on websites, radio shows—you know, all this shit. Are you just gonna, after getting all this great information, are you just gonna willfully just give money for nothing? No. So T-shirts, you know, things to hopefully generate money to make this shit worth it. You know, I'm not. I'm not just gonna fucking do radio because um, I got, you know, I got bills just like everyone else to pay. But you know, um, it would be good if I could. Um, supplement my income with going ahead and doing something that's very important um, to, you know, the world. And I'm the one who can do it, so why not make it happen? Mm -hmm. I I don't, you know, I hope you feel the same
0: way. I mean, I I hope you feel the same way um, because... Some of us are, are um, the ones that are doing it. Yeah. So
3: with that said, you know, are you a cult member at yahoo.com? If you want to send some donations to get some ball rolling. And, and by the way, it's not just about donations. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's, you know, you can give the products that are needed. I mean, like right now, I need a H. 800 logitech h 800 um headsets because you know right now the, the the sound quality of this show sounds pretty shitty doesn't it well it needs to be upgraded it needs to be upgraded it needs to sound more professional okay we need to we, If you know if you want to be taken seriously you got to get these these uh these things happening you know and so uh just need to go ahead and get these balls rolling. You know, need, you know, there's just different things that need to occur. You know, if you're going to have live radio going on, it's going to be the shit. I mean, you've got to know that whatever is planned with people that are thinking and intelligent, you know, you can only imagine that it's going to be good stuff that's coming out. So, you know, the radio programming is going to be awesome. The guest interviews are going to be awesome. Um, you know, and it's going to cover the spectrum. It's going to it's going to cover a spectrum, um, you know, at at every level. I th- I think that um. I don't think that um, you know all guests are going to be able to deal with hardcore hard matters. I mean, yeah. we're going to get calls once in a while. But I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know if you're gonna get all your guests to like wanna talk about the Jew um the Jew spiracy or the Jews role in this or that. I mean according to who they are, you know, for the most part I would think. If they're anything that, that's of a mainstream, you never know. But the most people I'm I'm looking to interview are not fucking people that are gonna necessarily be on mainstream television. You know, but they're they're very important and, and instrumental. So, um, yeah, the operation has been completed, brother. Yeah.
2: It's been awesome having you, man.
3: Yeah, well, thank you. And um, any time, I mean, I was not really prepared to speak about anything or I'm prepared at any time to speak about anything. But as far as having one set subject matter to, to speak about, um, I didn't really have anything like that. Uh, per se in mind,
4: mm-hmm. but um,
3: so I hope everything went well. And like I said, those H eight hundred people, um, you should get me and George a pair. You know, what I mean, we need these things in our lives. They're probably you can run. They're probably running anywhere from a hundred dollars to fifty dollars. I think I've seen them back and forth. But yeah, um, that's a start right there. And uh, we need to get some website money to get you know the website up and poppin. And a few other things, you know, to make sure we can do everything that needs to be done. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a great, brother. So, uh, yeah, anytime, just uh, let me know. We can do some more. And, uh, yeah, just uh, keep on doing what you're doing. Just need to go ahead and, like I said, let's get some upgrades. And, you know, just make a better professional, you know, appearance on the world scene. Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, thank you for being on air, and
2: I'm gonna end it. I'm gonna end it with a uh, with a clip of this video you sent me. Uh, the guy, you know, uh, not true cool, you know, how often exposed to the Nation of israel I'm gonna I'm gonna play the other remainder part of the clip of the video and then end this show. So, well, all right, George. Thanks for being on the Wolfsler.
0: This is George, uh, you know, all um, about the, you know, signing off.
1: And the the song will be served that way. They said that this is the universal flag of Islam. That this is the Islam that came to the earth, the the black man, right? But as you can see, this is a flag of turkey. It ain't got nothing to do with orthodox Islam. The black flag, Arabia, is the flag of jihad to be carried into the battle. The white flag, al York, signifies that the land has been conquered by and for its law, and that the infidels have been subjugated. It is a black flag. It's the flag of jihad. and when they went into war to go murder Africans, they brought the black flag. But when they conquered the land. They put up the white flag. There they go. The white and black flag. This is the flag of Islam. Check all the high Why would he come bringing up a goddamn purple flag? White means purity. Good means God. And God is ruler of the land. That's why they brought you a goddamn purple flag, because the man's a Turk. That's what he is. He ain't no black man. That man got a black father? Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. Now, for the inspection of that flag. Look at that pyramid right like there. Look at the pyramid. Right? That's the pyramid. You can see they clearly are worshiping your ancestors. Now, the 13th, uh, 4th of July, 1930, it has weapons to do with these men right here. Thirteen masons. These the thirteen masons who created the shrine. And this man right here was the influence is a known Illuminati. So if you listen to the language in the Nation of Islam, you can clearly see that the of July, he made his appearance 13 letters. 1930 equals 13. And 1877 is the birth date of the 13 nations. This is clear information. I'm not making this shit up. Now, look at the dress code of the Nation of Islam. Check about it out. Right? Check them out. They're clearly dressed like faces. That's the way the shrine is dressed. Check them out. You see the difference? You see it? See the folks out? This is the way. Look at this. The slave, the master. The slave, and the master. <laughs> J.K. J- Edgar Hoover was well, a shrineer. Anybody thinks that the Cohen Cell post was put here to dismantle the nation of this long? To bring about a smear campaign? No, it wasn't. The niggas are shriner. Like, that is just a fraud over Elijah Muhammad Hey, you know why he was put there in place? Because the nation attracted the most militant black men in America. So the government set up the Cohen intel post so that it could monitor. A black messiah rising up out of the nation. That's all it was. Okay, now I'll, let's let's make the connection to the Jesuit Church. The Lord says, "O oh, you who believe, do not take the Jews and the Christians for friends. They are friends of each other. And whoever amongst you takes them for a friend, then surely he is one of them. Surely Allah does not guide him. You. you can clearly see." Look at, look at all, uh, 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 right there, sitting in with that low ass shoe. Now, look over here, this one is very important. Don't know who he is? That's Fletcher. Fletcher, excuse me. Fletcher, Jesuit order of the church. He's a just priest. I told you that the Jesuits created the nation of this farm. Check it out. Let's connect these with Check them out. There you go again, Farrakhan and Fletcher. Now look on this side of the deck. Who's that? Obama, right? And who's this next to him? Obama and Fletcher. You think, now every, I don't even gotta, I don't even gotta try to convince you that he's part of, part of an Illuminati order, that he's a puppet for the Illuminati. Do so I gotta convince you of that? Hell, man. Just take a look at it. Now let me go a little further. Who's that? Jesse Jackass, right? And they're going to flex again. Now, pay a close attention over here. Who's that lady right there? That's Michelle Obama. And who is this lady right here? Mother Kadeesha, right? That's Farrakhan wife. You can clearly see there's a connection between all of us. Because they all have the same goddamn paymaster. Oh, Look at Farrakhan at the United Nations, Right? You know what United Nations stands for? Thirty-three. This, this, the letter U is twenty-one, and the letter number fourteen. I mean the number the number uh, N is fourteen. So that's thirty-three. That's the New World Order right there. And you can see right here the six six six. Who these damn these damn devil he up here, second. Look at this man over here. Chapter, right. So we can clearly see see. Why would he be sitting up at the UN? Is he in there talking about God for? Is he in there talking about some damn white Arabs over there enslaving Africans? Hell no. He in there backing them. Okay, that's God for. He's not in there talking about God for. Let's go on. Right here. Now, again, a new pledge for the Jewish community. The Quran clearly says whoever takes the Christians and Jews for a friend. It's an the Quran says that ain't my book, that's his book. Look at Silicon sitting in goddamn puppet to these damn Jews. Look at him, they ain't gonna get it with these goddamn Jews. Take a look, I'm not making this shit up. He's in bed with the Jews. He not only in bed with the Jews, he in bed with the government. He's an FBI agent. Now. You see this cup right here? This is called a chalice. They are making a blood oath. Inside the chalice is symbolic wine. Now, pay close attention. Pay close attention. A lot of this shit don't go over your head. Just do your research. Now, check this out. What the hell is this? He's hugging and kissing. He let that goddamn food. Kiss him in his mouth. But he won't forgive Khalid Muhammad. Huh? Huh? What's up? He won't forgive Khalid Muhammad for your little goddamn dude. Kiss him in his goddamn mouth. <laughs> huh? I didn't make that shit up. I'm just giving you the facts.
0: Okay, uh-huh.